0: two robots and no respawn this is your show this week
1: this is as promised the low-key late night asmr destiny update show where we bring you all the latest in destiny fishing news what the current tides are forecasted to be where to catch the best fish all fishing no gunplay two titans and a hunter
0: welcome to two titans and a hunter a destiny 2 podcast Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike. Where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts. The of hunting titan, night demon. The pink panted pansy, Peroti. And your hunter master Ranger, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life. So welcome to the show this week. It is just myself, Night Demon, and my good friend Paroti, over there in the US of A. Getting ready to celebrate the 4th of July, his independence from me, but then he he likes coming back to me. So yeah. uh, swings and roundabouts. It, it it's an abusive relationship. I try to get away and he pulls me right back in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But on just, the upside, you're not, you, you dear listeners are not stuck with just me this week. So be happy about that.
0: And, and you haven't got the shouty, shouty person either telling you that you're all wrong, Bungie's wrong, and yeah, just shouting. Everyone and everything is wrong. Or falling it's, at it's asleep. Just for the best. Obviously,
1: I mean, it's hard work being the entire face of the entire hunter race in Destiny. I mean, it, it takes a lot out of you. That's it why you does. need to take naps. Maps get some good protein bars in you. You know, we've got to make sure that caffeine levels up. Yeah. And that's why we're announcing Respawn Gamer. No. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor this week, absolutely nobody, because we're here doing it for you all, doing it for the
0: love of the game. We're here to tell you all about Destiny on a Thursday, which is bizarre because Thursday, who knew? Twab Day, Twib Day? Is it twi- Twid's Day? It's some kind of day that they release something about Destiny. It's that day, and we're here yeah, today. It's, yeah, it's fresh. Like, like it doesn't even. We're not even a full a full day old
1: from the from when it was released. It's still you know hot and fresh, right out of the oven, right into our hands.
0: So, do we want to talk about the the twid? <laughs> it makes me laugh. The the week that you decided that you well, the week that you couldn't say it and it was like yeah yeah. I was like I was killing it's myself still, laughing. Still, it's, it's still terrible. It, it does. I, I still hate it. It's fine for when you want to announce what is happening this week in Destiny, but mm-hmm. it, 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 technically it's not this week; it's this past week. But then there's too many letters so to
1: make up. So it should be the last week in Destiny, Luid.
0: Yeah. See, it just it just gets worse from here. Stories from the tower. No. It, well, I th- they've made up their mind anyway. That they're, they're going to go with. The twid. But what mm. we're going to go with to start off with is Bungie Day Giving Festival, because this was announced at the beginning of the week. So we did tell you last week in the show, well, literally a couple of days ago when the show released, that Bungie Day Giving Festival 2023 will be launching on July 6th and running till July 23rd. And they have a full schedule of streamers, special community competitions, and awards for top fundraisers. Fundraisers? Fundraisers. Yeah. Fundraisers and a whole Poleskally week, rabbits. and a whole week full of prizes. Oh, so, bang and start. We are. We have new emotes, uh, new ghost shells, and that looks like a bath bomb to me. But could be anything.
1: There's, there's absolutely a bath bomb and a giant. You can call this a balloon, but it is a giant
0: lollipop heart candy. You can't convince me otherwise. Okay. I, yeah, the, the ghost shell's pretty cool. I, I like that, in, a, in the shape of a mm-hmm. heart. A, a robotic heart that spouts more hearts. Yeah, very mm-hmm. nice, very colourful. Um, so if you donate $10, you get the heart-shaped exotic ghost shell, fully equipped with heart bubbles galore. Lovely. Ooh. $25 will get you the blue blood cells this year's Bungie Day Giving Festival emblem. That, mm, is that the emblem, or is that that I'm not sure it's a blue heart. That's not like a rectangular emblem thing. Maybe that's what it looks like. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, some $25 and find out. Yeah. Now this is what you want. The $50 helium heart, giving your bestie something to lift spirits. Emote. Yeah. There you go. So you get a a cool emote and a hundred dollars. We'll get you the Bungie Day Emblem bundle. Uh, every Bungie Day Emblem released over the past five years, all previously were retired. Were they retired, or did you do this last year? Because I vaguely remember that Cheese Forever did a video going when you do when Bungie do these things. I think they did this before, didn't they, with the the heart emblems? Yeah. So this is all the the heart emblems. This was last year that they gave those away. So if you <laughs> fundraising seven seven hundred and seventy seven dollars bungee foundation heart emblem bundle will get you all previously retired heart emblems five in total i've got one of these no maybe i've got two of these so yeah i have donated in the past at least
1: i've got at least two of them yeah the other three though have evaded me i'm not sure it's worth uh seven hundred seventy seven dollars to get the other two or three You, you sure it's a fundraising bundle Am I sure, or is my wife sure? That's the real question we have to ask ourselves.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah, have yeah. a really hard time explaining that one. Uh, my my <laughs> wife would be hard-pressed if I said to her, I'm going to donate $100 to get some emblems in, the, in Destiny, the game that you love so much. <laughs> She'd be like, what are you getting? Oh, I'm getting little pictures.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: You're getting little pictures. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't think that would fly at all. Now, yeah, what I... Mm, I'm not sure if this is going to go down with the Destiny community very well. <laughs> oh? Oh, you, you don't think so? And why, why, why ever is that night, Demon? For $1,777, you get the exclusive Marathon Collection 000 UESC t-shirt with a unique 0777 number printed on the back. And this number will be exclusive to the fundraiser who reaches this tier. Lovely. But it's, it's only 1,408 British pounds at the moment. So, I mean, you're
1: saving yourself, like, you know, $300 versus what we'd have to pay. Because that's totally how exchange rates work. Mm. So, yeah, so you can get your, your lovely, beautiful, exclusive marathon shirt that I know everyone is, is just chomping at the bit to get a hold of. Um, and they do have a top 10 fundraiser so far. So the top 10 fundraisers for the campa- for the campaign will receive a PlayStation game code of their choice. From either The Last of Us Part 1, Last of Us Part 2, *Ghost of Turishima Director's Cut, Horizon Forbidden West, Ghost of War, sorry, God of War Ragnarok, Grand Turismo 7, or Returnal. And the top 25 fundraisers will receive the limited edition Marathon announced t-shirts. These shirts have never been offered to the public for sale. Ooh. Ah. So again, if you're, you know, if you're interested on really, you know raising money and getting one of these you know, limited, limited prizes, you too can. They also have a lifetime fundraising, which again, you know, these are ones they've announced in the past, is for lifetime fundraising. Lifetime fundraising, the Lightkeepers Guild continues to expand the rewards of the community for their dedication and continued support. So they've got new incentive tiers. Now keep in mind these are lifetime and for you know groups of people, not just individual human beings giving money. But The newest tiers are at $25,000, 50,000 and hundred thousand dollars lifetime, again, multiple years of this, each with a unique and extremely limited emblem plus shader combo. So for 25,000 dollars, they have the medius 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 ti, medius tinum, <laughs> medius tinum emblem, and the Priald
0: porphyry shader. Okay, it, it, it's lovely in red and black. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. do like these designs; they're very nice. They re- do remind me of Trials of Osiris, though the the red and gold one. Yeah, they
1: sort of have like a little, like you know, like flame and a cauldron sort of motif going, and then there's you know the stars and all like the you know the swirls of of you know Bungie and destiny artwork. Uh, for fifty thousand, there's the Venekavi Vinank, Venekavei, I don't know emblem, and the hearts of gold shader. Which looks yeah very trialsy, and then a hundred thousand dollars is a Cordula emblem, and the Argent Champion shader. Aha, uh-huh, words I can say. <laughs> now the way they've put these shaders and emblems on the page, it looks like little faces because they've got the little yeah like flame eyeballs and then a big like you know swoopy smiley mouth underneath. So I just keep seeing faces looking
3: back at me from these emblems. <laughs>
1: Oh, and there we go. And, and fun fact, each of the emblem names above is inspired by some form of the word heart. Oh. So the, the medius tinum, medius, medius tin, tinum one? Yep. It's a space uh, within your chest cavity that holds your heart. The okay. uh, the venae vena veni That they're the two large veins that carry blood back to the heart, the superior and inferior, um, those things. And the cordula is the name
0: derived from the Latin word cor, C-O-R, meaning little heart. Oh. So there you go. And then we have seven days of prizes. So during week two of the Bundy Day Giving Festival, we will host our first seven day of prizes. Each day, there will be a special prize to win. And if you see the schedule below, so I'll let you know what's happening. July 13th will be the signed Lightfall Collector's Edition. So if you're already not playing Lightfall, you can get a signed Lightfall Collector's Edition. So that's nice. July 14th will be the Destiny Plush Bundle with lots of plush stuff. So y- your kids can have that. July 15th, Drifter Collectible Bundle. There you go, Parody. One for you. Perfect. Love it. July 16th, Lord Shaq's statue. Doesn't shout at you, but, you know, oh, it's a good statue. July 17th, shouting. we can have a Veric statue. July 18th, will be the Witch Queen statue. That's pretty cool. And July 19th, for anybody over on Xbox that wants to transition, They've got a Sony PlayStation game code bundle, just the game code bundle. Just you have to go and buy your PlayStation after that. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah, I'm only there, there's a part of me as
1: an Xbox player who's a little grumpy that we're back in PlayStation world because it feels it feels like we're back in the early days of Destiny with the PlayStation exclusives. Which I know these aren't exclusives, but it's like you know if I want a game code to one of the games above, or if I get a game code bundle, it, it doesn't
0: really help me. It doesn't help on well, what am I going well, to do even with this? on PC? It doesn't help on PC people, does yeah.
1: It? No, although it is worth mentioning. I did notice that if you haven't, again, like 19 said, if you haven't picked a lightfall yet, it is on sale for half price on Steam right now. Ooh. So instead of $50, it's $25 special promotion through July 13th. So through the beginning of these giveaways, so you've got a week and a couple days until. You know, until that sale ends. So if you haven't picked up Lightfall or Lightfall plus the annual pass, I'm not sure why you pick up the annual pass at this point in the life cycle, but hey, you can pick up the annual pass as well, because that's also half price. $100, well, that one's $100 yeah. down to $60. So, not quite half price, only 40% off, but those two are both on sale. So again, even if you are on PlayStation or, or Xbox and haven't picked up Lightfall on PC,
0: it's half price now for just Lightfall, so now's not a terrible time to do it. Hmm. And to round out the Bungie Day festives, festivities, we have a community emblem competition. Now this sounded really cool. Ooh. I was like, I, I could get behind this. And then I thought, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm scared about in, entering my artwork. And if it's not very good, I, I'm <laughs> not sure I can handle the rejection, but their goal is to give everyone the opportunity to get involved with the campaign in a way that resonates with you. So whether through generous giving, raising money as a fundraiser or simply spreading the word about the campaign or now through your artistic talents. So they're mm. proud to announce the first ever worldwide Bungie Community Emblem Art Competition. And one lucky winner's emblem design will be chosen to be made into an actual in-game emblem, which will be used for future fundraising campaigns. So they, they don't you know specify that it has to be kind of a fundraising kind of emblem this this is where you know respawn should come in and go dragon emblem for about half an hour but he's not here so haha so he can't so so we're not saying it has to be beautiful fan art of commander zavala i'm not saying it has to be that but you no. know it, it could be so beginning today guardians can submit their designs on twitter using the hashtag emblematic so that's mm-hmm. hashtag e m b l e m a t i c To avoid potential bias, all submissions will be presented to a voting panel without identification information about the original artist. The final three designs will be voted on on internally by a group of Bungie employees to determine the winner, and the winner will work with our art team to finalise the design to ensure it meets all necessary requirements. So below are some guidelines for submissions. The the nameplate dimensions are 474 by 96 pixels. Uh, other components of full emblem designs, icon and header are not required for submission. There are no theme slash color restrictions. The world is your oyster. Art must be 2D, flat and non-animated. We're not going to force it upon them to get animated logos at this point. They're not even having it in their contest. Uh, submissions must include the hashtag, hashtag emblematic to be included in the competition. Branding, logos and copywritten images cannot be used. Any hateful or explicit images will lead to immediate disqualification. This is not a popularity contest, and all submissions are subject to the policy seen here, which we will link in our show notes. And um yeah, cool. So the submission period will open from today until july thirteenth, and the winner will be announced on july twentieth in the TWID. And um if you've got any questions, you can reach out to the charity events at bungee.com if you've got any questions, so and good luck guardians.
2: Good luck.
0: We believe in you. Mm. Now, that Demon doesn't believe in himself. So you should believe in yourself and you should win. Yeah. You believe in yourselves. We've been invited to go and crash another podcast. Do you think we should go and crash another podcast? I think, I think we should go crash another podcast. I will mention that, you know, of course
1: this, we, we've told you about all the fundraising, but we haven't told you where the money is going, which is um, secretly yeah. in the nine demons pocket. No, no, I'm just kidding. So this is, you know, this is basically, this is going toward, uh, you know, when 2023 started, Lots of devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. You know, Bungie, as they always do, leapt in to help, you know, we as a community raised over $300,000 through direct relief from the International Rescue Committee. Your support enabled us to onboard three new partner hospitals into the Little Lights program, which provides pediatric patients with iPads containing age-appropriate entertainment, therapeutic play, and educational applications to provide comfort, distraction, and a sense of normalcy to their hospital stays. So, you know, the money is going to good places, small children, in the hospital, iPads to make their lives better. So, always worth it. So, if you're, while we're saying, hey, go give Bungie's, you know, charitable our money, uh, that's where
0: it's going. Not into Bungie's pockets,
1: into the pockets of the little children.
0: Very nice. So, I'm going to go and crash this other podcast and bring you along with me for the ride. Yeah. Let's see how this goes as we join Todd the Gator, Hazel and T. Native Raider and Sweaty Spooks over in the Blue Blue Lounge podcast. See you on the other side.
1: So were you guys playing the same game of how do we get people in here? So there's permission somewhere we have to give them? <laughs> 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 Is that parody?
4: Oh, it's not Demon! Yeah. Parody! Yeah. Hey. We're here. Guys,
1: what's up? Hey! <laughs>
4: Oh, hey, you know what? I'll this. pause right now. What's up, guys? <laughs> How you, Ben.
1: <laughs> All really right, fine. It's International Thursday. Let's record a Destiny podcast night. Did, did you guys not knock at the cards that Bungie sent out and said, everyone, record your Destiny podcast tonight? Everybody.
5: J- you know what? We took it one step further. We even recorded one on Tuesday. No.
2: <laughs>
1: Overachievers. <Right. laughs>
4: so it has to be the very first thing it's in my slot. That's yeah. That's on your character.
6: The
5: <laughs> I I, In other
4: words, I can't pick from the pool of items, right? No. Oh whenever man, this you hurts, on, man.
5: Whenever you click on randomize weapons, it will give <sighs> you a random weapon.
4: Oh my god, man! <laughs> I got to get rid of the iterative loop. It's the
7: wheel of misfortune. Not the wheel of your choosing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got a. All right, I've got an iterative loop. It's not. It's not crafted yet. It has um, fluted barrel, enhanced battery. Grave robber, adrenaline junkie, and nanotech racer, tracer rockets, of course. So I got to get rid of this,
2: right? Okay. Guess a goodbye. Bye, friend. Okay.
4: Doo, 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 doo. I don't and even know how to. How now you're like, at 598. Look at that. <laughs> you are getting cleaned out. <laughs> what the hell? I'm at, I'm at 596. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs>
1: If there's, if, if there's vault cleaning going, Night
5: Demon might run the other direction awfully quick. Yeah, I'm, you're scaring the hell out of me here. Can I'm you guys not- actually see my dim? That's but, okay. Uh, they didn't get the rules, guys. We'll read it to them in a minute. No, we're not, <laughs> we're not trying to parody. It's a trap. Let's go.
0: Burn it. Burn it all down. <laughs> no, let's go. I'm
5: ready. I'm
4: ready it's to burn it all down. Wait a minute. How am, I, right. but how, am I, how am I supposed to get rid of it? I'm not in game right now. Well, you'll delete it when you get in game. Mark, 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 as yeah, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, junk. Yeah, it'll be on your character. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Take take the Sharpie on your screen and draw a big frowny face right over it. So you'll remember.
6: (laughs) I don't like this game. Yep. Right on your
3: screen. The big frowny face. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. I'll make the rules.
2: (sighs) All right.
4: (laughs) Done. Who's next?
5: All right. (laughs) right. So I guess it's (laughs) me. A slight quick interruption. We are going to give uh, Parody and Night Demon the rules right quick. So first and foremost, you don't actually have to delete anything there, fellas. But um, the reason we do this is to produce a little bit of story. As PvP means, we tend to have a little bit of um, attraction to some of our weapons. Sometimes it pulls a story. So that's why we like to randomize and pull a random weapon from your vault. Sometimes it's just a junk weapon. Sometimes you really worked hard for said weapon. Now, before we randomize you are given the ability to save one legendary weapon. We do not consider exotics, because you can pull them for your collections. Um, And typically, yeah, we like to ask you which weapon you'd like to save before we pull. uh, If there's any. Sometimes there's not. And then, uh, yeah, we just pull from your vault and uh, take a look at a random weapon. In this case, it's a challenge to delete at Night Demon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry, there. Uh, he's a giver. Um.
2: I. Okay. So, uh,
5: truth be
6: told, I went through my vault like after or during lightfall, and I kind of got rid of most of the stuff that Dim didn't give me the thumbs up on. So, unfortunately, um, in doing that. Uh this is a uh Forge's Pledge Pulse Rifle. Ooh. Iron Banner. With uh Arrowhead Brake, Flared Magwell, Tunnel Vision, and Rampage.
5: Mm.
6: What's, What's your recoil direction? Like? Uh recoil direction is uh well it's got a range masterwork, by the way. Mm. And the recoil direction is eighty one, mm. um, but I mean I can always throw. A, I don't.
5: I even have a mod on it. If you put a counterbalance mod, it's one hundred.
4: <laughs> you you disgusting. fared w- worse than I did. <laughs>
5: You're welcome.
6: <laughs> yeah. That uh, actually recoil direction will be ninety six. Oh yes, yes, close yes, enough, yes, yes. Close enough. Yeah. You won't yeah. feel well, the I mean it's straight up and down because it's you know it's in the ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I've uh, I've I've never used it, though. So I will go ahead and uh, just mark it as junk. And
4: <laughs> Gator looks dis- <laughs> distraught by this. I'm fine. <laughs> Nothing to see here. I'm fine. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Rub some so, dirt in it. Yeah. So, uh, all right. I have marked it as junk. So I will go ahead and delete
5: that on my Titan next time I log in. There you go. <laughs> oh, we, well, ladies and gentlemen, there's been a knock at the door and who did we welcome into the lounge, but night demon and parody from two Titans and a hunter show.
0: Hello. Welcome. welcome.
5: Hello, you hello. came in at the perfect okay. time.
0: Well, yeah, at the end. So that I don't have to delete anything, I guess. So what are we having night demon <laughs>
5: delete? No, I, I
0: think I, I, I,
5: I, I, we can find one thing. I, I believe in us. All right, I deleted one thing. You know what? I'll do this. I'll delete another. So I'm going to go into Dim right now. Okay, I'll do it too. I'm going to click on my emblem for my character, (laughs) and it gives me a drop-down menu. Whenever I scroll to the bottom, I see Randomize Loadout, but I'm not going to click it. To the right is Weapons Only that I am going to click. So I'll click it now, Randomize, boom. Now that I've been given three weapons, I need to narrow it down further by rolling a three-sided dice. So one, two, three, and we have a number three. So that means heavy's getting deleted this time. And for me, it is a memory intradict void grenade launcher with impulse amplifier and chain reaction. Oh, that would have been such a good one for PvP. But you know what? Sometimes Ninja Dado comes into your vault and blesses. <laughs> By you know what? things I,
0: I've got no issue with this game. I've it, it's just given me something I would have deleted anyway. So there you go. There's my <laughs> one done.
5: <laughs> All right. What, what did what did you get, Night Demon?
0: Oh, uh, I got until its return. Shotgun in the primary. I got a first in, last out. Shotgun in secondary. <laughs> And then a Reed's regret in a heavy slot, so I'm, okay. I'm quite happy to get rid of the top one because it's a craftable weapon. So,
3: how about that reed's regret though?
0: What, what about it? He's gotta, so we rolled. We, 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 rolled th- <laughs> <laughs> we
5: rolled a We rolled a three sided dice to narrow down which one was supposed to be the deleted selected weapon, which would have been uh, a three in this case, which oh, is yeah. heavy. Yeah, you can have that as
0: well. well I don't care.
5: To the show, I was going to say. I
0: think
6: we just lost Night Demon.
5: No, that's no, fine. You can have. No, that we shot. didn't. We didn't upset him yet. So we're good. We're we're doing good. We're not going to push it. We're good. Yeah, we're not doing. We're not doing several rounds of this, are we? We're just doing one round of. <laughs> <No. getting
0: laughs> well, that's just for great. Night Demon. No, just kidding.
5: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for inviting us, anyway, guys. It's 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 been fun. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Parody. You're next, sir.
1: Where was the random? I see all the random roll, random things. Which thing on am I looking for?
0: Bottom okay. of the list. It says random loadout. And then if you scroll over to the right, it says weapons only.
4: Yeah, on your on your character, you got to pick a character. There's three dots next to your character banner.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Click
4: that all the way at the bottom. Weapons randomize loadout.
2: Just
5: make sure it says weapons only. Let's go. Yeah. Let's throw th- some things on the hunter where there's room. And let's roll the dice. I got a number two for you, Parody.
1: All right, so let's see. So my lingering dread is going to be safe here in the primary slot. Mm-hmm. The Marcellon Sea grenade launcher. I you know it is, safe in the heavy slot. So we are saying goodbye to the Wizened Rebuke with uh, Skulking Wolf backup plan, offhand strike, and Liquid Coils. Ooh.
4: Goodbye, mm. backup plan. Never,
5: never, liquid never Coils though <laughs> extends that already really long charge time, so that's not so much a loss. No, it's, I'm glad it, I didn't
1: it, it, play that round. It's never been used, and it's been sitting in the vault with its other two or three or four friends. So,
4: winning,
0: <laughs>
1: winning.
4: This First is right? how this is how all us hoarders can clean our vaults out. We'll just go for several rounds, like uh, you know, we'll just keep nah. spinning the revolver, right? It's spending it's like
5: that game when you go camping and there's one drunken fool that brings an arrow and a bow and just shoots <laughs> in the air and says,
2: "Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can catch it." <laughs> I, I,
0: I, that's definitely an American thing that doesn't happen over here, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's not here tonight,
0: so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh, yeah. Dear. I'm glad I didn't play that round to uh, Gator. Uh, mine was the BXR that I have that uh, has snapshot sights, accurized rounds, arrowhead break, and kill clip.
2: Mm. Ooh. You know what
4: mine was? Mm. A mind bender's ambition, rampage. Oh, it's pulse. Acryze rounds, rampage, pulse monitor. It the. It had full choke though. That's, so. that's fine if it were like. <laughs> that's not three too years bad, ago.
5: Gator. That's not too bad actually. I mean, of course, you would prefer to have like something uh, like opening shot over rampage yeah. on a shotgun, but everything else. What what's your masterwork?
4: It had masterworked. Um,
5: if it's handling, don't throw it, it out.
4: It's it's masterwork range.
5: Range okay. Range is very good as well. Do not throw that out. All right. I'm
4: I'm deleting it. I'm playing along.
5: There you go. I'm deleting <laughs> it. Marking his junk. Look at that. BBL peer pressure. Blueberry lounge. lounge. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I have one of those mind benders that I will and never I delete. Let me quick. see where is it. Right mm-hmm. quick.
1: Oh, I don't get emerald lips in here. Don't, don't mind don't, benders. Don't, don't tell dim that. Don't tell dim that. Just dim will be it. like, oh, oh, this one, this idea
5: right here. That's the one you want to keep. No. Poof. I will never delete this shotgun. The reason for that is because I farmed for the Adept version, and it was the exact same role that I had on the non-Adept that I like so much. And I put 700 crucible kills on the non-Adept version. I had to start over again, of course, so that number's not so high. It's at 277 on the Adept version, but this is a range masterwork. This one's even better because it's got like all of the god rolls in terms of both perk sets. I could either go cor- corkscrew rifling or full choke. Um, this particular one, Accurize Rounds, Threat Detector, and then Steady Hands. Now, Steady Hands, I know that sounds kind of funny, but whenever you pair that with, um, I, I, I don't know, I guess in my case, a hand cannon, easy swapping, it, it certainly with an Ace of Spades, I don't know. There's something to be said about Steady Hands. I think more people should try different weapons with that perk on it uh, different combination set. So if you happen to see it, try it before you delete it because uh, on a shotgun, it is very gratifying to have instant handling at all the way up to a hundred. <laughs> but anyways, moving on.
7: It's a shotgun. <laughs> no
5: the
4: I think he says that to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Just So we delete it.
7: <laughs> I got, I got one that's got a uh, range. I put an adept range mod on it. It's a, it's a, my, my the adept version. And fragile focus, and all the good, you know, all the things to make it super rangy. And I can be point blank and nothing. so <laughs> I, I don't. Maybe it's got too much range that it like reset to where it has zero range. I don't know, man. But I can't stand that shotgun. <laughs> why you? Why use a shotgun when you have a sidearm? I've been mean, using fusions. I've been getting used to the fusions. It's pretty uh, nice.
4: They just they they let me down so many <laughs> times, native.
5: I have, I as well Me have been too. getting used to the fusions to the point where the other day in our private match, I think I, I think I think I got fluffy one time. I don't know if it was fluffy or if it was if it was somebody else, but somebody else was crossing the map. We were on Endless Veil, vale, I think it was. That's where toilet is, correct? So we were on yeah. that map, and somebody was crossing in the air to my right, and I mapped him in the air, and I couldn't believe it because I actually had to track him in the air in order for each bolt to actually hit him. Yeah, that was me. That's why he's
4: trying to get everybody to delete their shotguns, right? <laughs> or yeah. no, you're talking about the fusion next, right?
5: Yeah, Fluffy was there and he he's like, i seen that. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a very gratifying moment because I should not no. have hit that. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have. But it was a skill shot, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so this
0: randomizing good. weapons and deleting weapons, is this a game that you kind of play quite regularly or...
5: Yeah, this is a segment of our show that we've been doing ever since Raider joined uh, that we call Wheel of Misfortune. Ah. Fun game. Mm-hmm. It, Not so it's much. like, I will
6: never be back.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> why we've had no repeat guests. <laughs> <laughs> Known that we were coming in on this segment, no, no, <laughs> we'd have avoided
5: this one. It was perfect. Well, Light, Light like Demon, he won't get I'll put you of this way. You'll never forget. <laughs> However, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, with that being said, we are going to take a short break, and whenever we get back, uh, we're going to do a small and slight introduction to uh, Two Titans and a Hunter, and then we are going to dive right into the show topic, being the current state and the future of Destiny 2 PvP. Right after this. All oh, right. It's going to be great. I couldn't, great. I, I, I couldn't hold the right the, as long, you know, it, I, I couldn't do it as long. Okay,
4: <laughs> do, you, do you literally do you literally uh pause the, back. the live show?
5: I gotta break. Uh, <laughs> yeah, set up like oh, animations. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. pretty cool.
4: Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. cool. Yep, right back.
7: I guess.
5: Yep, for sure. Right I'm gonna grab a quick refreshment and get a drink, and I as well will be right back.
1: These guys are fancy night demon. They've got they've got
5: these videos segments, and, segments yeah. and plans and video,
1: and, and they let people leave. We hold our guests hostage.
2: Yeah.
0: They've all turned their cameras off though now. I can't see them. Everybody needs a little private time, that's all. Just us and the bears staring at us.
5: Okay, so Night Demon, my headphones are off at the moment, so I cannot hear you, but what I am doing is I'm going to get a link for the show notes uh, for you and parody, and I'm going to send them to you guys in a DM right quick. Going off air.
2: Okay.
1: I'd say okay to him, but he can't hear us, so. I'm
0: so confused that they're actually doing professional stuff. There's breaks.
1: Yeah, this is this is crazy nonsense. I don't I don't like this.
0: They've got plans. <laughs> this, yeah. Oh look. The Blue blue Lounge, episode twenty-two, featuring Todd the Gator and Hazel, and now parody <laughs> and Demon, have crashed.
3: Dun, 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 dun.
0: Uh, so things that we have missed because we've only just joined. How's your week been? Um, been good. Parody, how are you? It's been fine. Yeah, it's been, it's been a week. A week. Did, you did fishing in Destiny. I did fishing in Destiny. Um, guest introductions. Uh, I'm Parody. Yeah, we and he's Night Demon. We we went over that mm-hmm, agenda mm-hmm. for the show. Uh, there's going to be. Guests questions. So they hopefully there's they've things, done that. Yes. We, we've, we've missed out on the guest questions. So I'm gonna interview you. Uh, you guys. No, no, that's not us. No, we can't ask that question. Um oh no, that doesn't work that way. Tell the listeners a brief description of who you are and what you are all about to include in your podcast. Go on, fishing. You've got to, you've got yeah, okay. Fishing. We are the fishing? Destiny Fishing Podcast. Yeah, Destiny Fishing Podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. You've heard of the Destiny Fun Police? This is actually work right from the Destiny Fishing Police Podcast. We're actually making sure every fisherman and fisherwoman is licensed throughout the game. It's a lot of work, but it, you know it's really it's really satisfying work in the end uh
0: also, since you guys have been friends and co-hosting for so long, describe your counterpart using only three words and elaborate the reasons for your chosen words. You could do me uh
3: Houndish
1: YouTube streamer. And because you're houndish. I mean, I, I feel like that needs no further explanation than that.
0: I was going to say fun, reliable, and... Mm. Hey, you can't pick it yourself, Night Demon.
1: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> we no, I, I didn't <laughs> him. do him. He's doing me. We're, we're, doing see, we're, oh, we're just, he's doing you. We're, oh, I'm sorry. We're, 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 you know, we're trying to have some private time. You guys are having your private time. No, see, we're having our private time. Sorry. We're actually just catching up on the agenda. You know, we, just, we, we missed some things. We're just making sure we've... <laughs>
0: We've caught up to where everybody else is, so we're not you know lagging behind the entire time. We 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 are going back from the wheel of misfortune, so we're just asking questions. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just
1: we're, we're just making sure we cover the whole agenda. That's all. We wouldn't want to give you an incomplete show.
0: <laughs> and, and my third word would be friend. So yeah, you're Aww. my friend. You're fun and you're dependable, reliable. Uh, what else can we do? Um, if you were given the keys to the kingdom at Bungie, what changes are you implementing first? And you cannot say Gambit forever. <laughs>
1: I don't need to. It's hard to hear. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> Sweet business is for everybody. Yeah. Sweet business Gambit. Can't Sweet have a Davy bis-
5: Jones' locker without an ocean. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> the
1: Halo Firefight is Gambit. It just, it is. Just just rename it, you know, add, add some more grunts in there, give me a Grunt birthday party, have their heads
0: explode, and we're good. <laughs> now, Parody, are there any weapons, types, or classes, subclasses that you want to get better with in PvP?
1: Um, can, can I just request a total rework of the Stasis Titan, just as yes, a whole, so I'm not a drunken toddler? <laughs>
0: uh, and then we can skip the the Gator and Hazel questions, because they're related to just them. There you go. We, we've caught up. We've up, oh, right?
5: I'm sure we could come up with some for you too. No, no,
4: it's
0: fine. No, it's fine. I ask them. I can <laughs> ask
5: them.
4: If you need questions,
5: I mean, no, hey, the, the one that says Gator, why don't you ask your questions to Night Demon, and for Hazel, why don't you ask your questions to Parody? Mm-hmm. Boom, done. Okay. Mint. It's like we podcasted before or something. We we no, were just
0: saying we, while you guys were away, you're so professional, you make us look bad. No lies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys,
7: we're going to go back to live, okay? I thought we were live. Nah, not yet.
3: We're still on the break. All right, in three, two, one.
5: All right, and ladies and gentlemen, we are back, coming back to the show. And you know what? We love you guys so much the listener, that we're going to give you a part two. A part two of what, Sweaty? Part two of what? Part two of an interview. Because why not? We got two Titans and a Hunter on deck. And we got a couple of questions. So, you know what? Let's start with this. Night Demon. Yes. Parody. You guys are well known from the community. And our typical legacy questions have probably never been answered by you a million times so let's uh switch things up by going with this tell the listeners a brief description of who you are and what you're all about to include your podcast i'm
0: parody and i was dragged into doing a podcast with night demon over there <laughs> um and he brought along respawn who shouts a lot mm-hmm. and we discussed destiny and just destiny and all about destiny and I'm Night Demon, and
1: I love playing a Titan more than anything on Earth. And Let's I decided that this needed, this needed to be a podcast because I started raiding with these silly Americans, and I was like, listen, we can do this better. We can do this Britisher. We can make this happen. So
0: we did. And we said, we're adults. No one can stop us. No one's going to tell us not to do a podcast. So here <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah. We kept asking Night Demon all the questions. So he said, I'm just going to do a podcast and answer all the questions. Truly. Really?
1: Back in the band days, band B A N D before we were even on Discord. It was Night Demon asks answers all the questions you have about destiny. So he's like, I might as well bring this into a formal thing versus just text you know, sending you text text answers back and forth.
5: That's awesome. So let's go with this too. Since you guys have been friends and co-hosts for so long. This, this is always interesting, mixing it up here. Describe your counterpart using only three words and elaborate the reasons why.
1: So Night Demon, do we answer in the same way we did while the secret recording was happening? Or do we keep it the same <laughs> so they can enjoy two versions in the editing process?
0: I was just going to go with what I said in the secret version.
3: Ooh, go ahead.
0: Uh, what was it? It was
3: dependable, my friend, and fun.
1: And I'll go with something different than the secret version, and just say absolutely relentless, knowledgeable, and a hoarder.
3: And I mean <laughs> in the and I
1: do mean hoarder in the nicest way possible, because you're thinking, oh, there's no, there's no way he has a version of this, you know, version one armor with this perk set in it. No, and no, he absolutely does. He can, he can find you the
7: thing and reference it because he has one
2: oh yeah that's awesome. only
7: sometimes well well hopefully we helped you out a little bit before uh, we went to break with the wheel if you want to roll again we can i mean it's nope, up to you not, man not, all not, all not, 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 not. i'm finally being <laughs>
0: 593 in the vault at the moment you just leave me alone <laughs> we, okay we, we
1: do need Bungie to tell us though and i'll, I'll put the plea out here bungee which class did the best during the Guardian games in class-based supremacy? Because we have a bet going between 19 and a respawn, but we need an answer of which class prevailed. Because there's another item in the vault at stake to be deleted, chosen by, by the, the, uh, the winner of the bet. But Bungie mm, yes. has to tell us. We need
7: the info, Bungie. Come on. <laughs> So yeah, I think you guys already kind of hit on this a little bit but um, with the band thing. But why Destiny? Why, why do you guys want a podcast about Destiny? You can mm-hmm. podcast about anything, right? Anything in the world. There's a podcast for it. Why Destiny?
0: Well, I think at the time, I think the same reason that Gator was saying that he started his, that there were a lot of podcasts that were shutting down that were Destiny podcasts that I listened to, that I really enjoyed. Uh, there was Guardian Radio, which was the main one that was shutting down. There was hmm. Crucible Radio as well. I think they were slowly coming to an end. The Destiny Reset suddenly kind of just stopped. And I was like, I really like doing, I like listening to podcasts. And these guys were really informative. Why not, you know, continue that and just do a podcast? And I asked the, the two craziest members of our clan that <laughs> wouldn't say no to come and join. And, That's awesome. um, You don't disappoint British Dad. You don't do it. (laughs) But it it was, it was. uh, I mean, being in the clan, it was like there was constant questions of how do we go through this raid? What do we do with this mechanic? Mm. What? And I was, I was constantly pointing people in the direction of you know, go and watch this video by uh, M Tash. Go and watch this one by Fallout. This, This one will tell you you know, shotgun cones. This one will tell you how to do this encounter and things like that. And I was thinking, why not just turn that into a podcast and say, you know, these guys know what they're talking about. I've watched this video, this is, you know, broke it down slightly and said, you know, go and watch this for the full description. But And then we kind of elaborated that over time. We we were going to um, descriptions about how to play Crimson Days when that was a thing, how mm. to do um, the uh, solstice events and, and anything that was kind of coming up. And I would constantly keep notes over the years of all the different things. I know Bungie would slightly change it over the years, but we would kind of go back over those and say, right, this is what was available last year. Bungie have a history of changing it, so look out for this, this, and this. And sometimes we'd get it right, sometimes we wouldn't, but it's just Yeah.
5: And it, it's just been ever evolving since. Absolutely. I couldn't agree any more with that for sure. I mean, I know one of those experiences for Hazel as a as a viewer first and a listener first, even before sitting in this seat where I'm at now as a podcaster, even a content creator in general. <coughs> excuse me. Little memory going back to D one. Now, I'm probably going to get the name of the raid wrong, and that's okay. I am happy to get that wrong and to be corrected. But I think it's Crota. Was that the one that you had a lot of Sherpas on? I think it was. Yeah, D- D- yeah D- I did one hundred times. Yeah. Hmm. So, nice. I mean, I would equate that type of experience. I mean, I I remember you speaking to that experience one time. Typically, is like one of your more favorite experiences and maybe one of the more cementing purposes as to what pushed you further into leading up to where we are today type of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, definitely.
6: I mean, actually uh, I sherped another two people through it uh, just like this past weekend. It was Mr. Monkey and metal Mark. Nice. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean their first crota raids and I was just like, okay, well don't blink. You'll miss it. So <laughs>
5: And I know another one of those moments, if I'm not mistaken for Gator is even just that absolute very first moment of taking that first step out of the ship on top of all the rusty cars, just looking out across the environment and like taking those first few steps, really exploring the environment and just really taking in what Bungie had to offer. I know he spoke to that experience something that in leading up to that experience even before that was just even just watching some of the trailers um being involved with some of the hype and then again to go back to that experience with that favorite image that he always has in the front of his mind so i mean that impacting moment has led to gator where he's at today as a podcaster as a content creator as a uh, a youtuber um And I would even say the same for myself. Um, Whenever I started content creation, I started on a different video game called Curse, but you know what? I did not enjoy my time there. It had nothing to do with the game. It's just that it wasn't Destiny um and at the time the reason i started on cursed and starting as a content creator is because you have to look at the catalog of what you're going up against and i didn't believe in myself i was kind of hoping to put some success in there at some measure um so i went with cursed and then i learned all of my lessons there fantastic lessons by the way then i came to destiny and uh, it's been fantastic. I've been enjoying my time. And because I've been enjoying my time, I've been able to make better content. And because I'm enjoying my time making better content, well, the viewership is a little, well, a hell of a lot better. <laughs> so, and not only that, but the thing that I think that, even, that I really like about this game entirely is like, and I've always said it, but and I'm going to sound like a broken record every time I say it, but it's a community, 100%. I mean, heck, even this table here.
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
5: We got to make it sound nice now, because it's not going to sound nice once in a few moments, okay? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Build us up to tear us
5: down later. I- uh, I you know how it is. <laughs> but speaking Calm of which, before the storm.
7: let's get into this uh, show topic, because I think there's a lot to unpack here. Mm. And uh, I think it's going to be a good conversation it's with just everybody. The future
6: of PvP. I mean, how heated could that get?
7: Yeah, hey, just don't look on Twitter, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Or YouTube, or
7: yeah. or anywhere. Reddit, or, 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 Internet. Reddit. <laughs> yeah, let's, <Yes>. let's Reddit. <laughs> there it is. Let's Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> so, for the first thing we're going to talk about here is you know, the, the hot and kind of relative topic in the D2 community, especially on YouTube. And that was, uh, (coughs) excuse me, uh, glad he, he put out a video and it was titled the truth that destiny Two players don't want to hear. And, uh, it was about 11 minutes long, a rant in, in in a sense, you know, but he also had some valid points that I can agree with. And some of the, that I was just like, "Ah, man, that's a little much, you know what I mean? So, I want to kind of just talk about this. And then after that, we'll get into, uh, true vanguards response that he did. That was, a, another video, um, about 40, 41 minutes or something like that. It was, it was a, it was a long one. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but also valid as points that, you know, as far as reacting to that video and, and some of the things he said, especially, you know, TV being a, a PVP main. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have to go around the table guys. Oh my God. The one that is prepared. Let's hear yours first. What are you uh, thinking about this?
6: Oh boy. Um, No, I think glad nailed it all right on the head. Um, I know that, you know, that true Vanguard, I mean, it, uh, I mean, when I heard what glad said, I mean, we all know who glad is. I mean, glad's the guy that, you know, did a croter raid with the uh you know the what was it the drums from uh rock band you know i mean that was his like claim to fame is mm-hmm. so he I mean he's a pvp or a pve guy mm-hmm. um but i mean everything that he was doing was basically just or he said is i mean to me it was just spot on i mean that's the, i mean like, why is the
3: PvP crowd still here if they've been bitching about this for so long?
7: Yeah. I think one of the big things that he said that, that stuck out to me the most was he also said that, you know, Destiny is a PvE-centric game with PvP intertwined, right? Mm-hmm. But he also said he followed that up with, without PvP, it's not destiny, you know? Sure. So like, I was like, you know what, that, that was like, that was perfect because I can totally agree with that, And I think that's, I think that's absolutely true because I mean, you go and grind all these weapons to just do more PvE and grind for more weapons. Like when do you get to like have fun and kill other guardians with them and, and, and test them out? But that's coming from a PVP, you know, focused player as well. So I mean, it's not even that. I mean, it's like, I mean, Gator
6: has this conspiracy theory that basically Bungie (laughs) is going to remove PvP from Destiny 2. And and they're going to say like, hey, you know, they're going to put up a big sign saying, hey, go play Marathon for PvP. And that's just not, that's not how it works. I mean, you know, you take away that PvP component. I mean, even as lackluster as it is at the moment, it's still I mean it's still intrinsic to the game
0: yeah agreed do you think though that the the problem that we've got is that because the Bungie have been quiet for so long on the whole pvp situation do you think that they were get hopefully trying to wait it out until we got to the reveal in August to go right this is what we've got planned I mean they gave us a brief overview of this year that, that we'd kind of get one reprise map one new map and and something else you know coming to pvp which was supremacy again but it was like i know it's very minimal at the moment and maybe it's just a reaction to the community over the last year and a half of like they're scrambling to at at that point they were scrambling to try and get pvp back on track and we all know that like game development takes quite a while to kind of get going again and if they'd taken the main players and put them on marathon that they then needed to replace those players and now we're kind of they're going to get the, you know, they're getting their footing, and they're going forward from the reveal in August. There's going to be some big news. Do you, do you think that's possibly the case?
4: I think, like Sweaty said, I think, uh, I think Bungie keeping their cards very close to their chest right now. They well, don't they want to reveal do too much. I mean, because anybody says anything at Bungie, Twitter's all over them. I yeah. mean, my God! Some of these guys are getting death threats because they mention, as a matter of fact, that a certain uh, Titan Exotics not coming back. That that's uncalled for. That can't happen. So they probably said, "You know what? That's
5: it." They did. We're make not going uh, Destiny Two team Twitter account yeah. for that. Person. Exactly. Well, exactly.
4: Right. So I mean, people are getting death threats. Really? I mean, it, it's a video game. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Destiny, but it's still a video game. I still got to go outside and work every day, and I come home and kiss my wife and eat eat dinner and go to movies and have fun. Destiny's my hobby, but I'm not going to put a death threat against someone because I don't agree with what they say or they're trying to go against me. Um, My view on this is uh, Glad, number one, is not a PvP player. That's well-established. He thrived and built his name on Raid Sherpas and running through and doing a lot of Raid content, which has nothing to do with PvP. And number two, I kind of felt like True Vanguard was being kind of not called out, but it seemed like that video was very tilted to him and people that make their living streaming PvP on Twitch or YouTube or whatever. And I I was very what's the word i was very um surprised that tv true vanguard wasn't much more animated about it because this is his living uh, about that reaction video he did about what glad did and i thought glad had, I, it sounded to me like his chat it was just nagging him about the pvp pvp and he was tired of hearing about it and then he started ranting on this video and i i felt i, th- I felt it was a little harsh because the number one thing about PVP is they promised us certain things and they didn't deliver on them. It's like they almost just forgot about stuff. Okay. well, okay. Like the new maps and regenerated maps. So, all right. I just got a question. Mm-hmm. Okay.
6: So, yeah. So, yeah. PVP got a bunch of <laughs> in the beginning. Okay. You got three maps and two maps in Warmind, five maps in Forsaken, and then three in Shadow Keep. And then like, it kind of just kind of tailed off after that. Okay. And then Bungie said, Hey, you know what? We're going to, you know, we're going to help out and, you know, we're going to focus on PVP and stuff like this. Nowhere in there. I mean, they said, we're going to open the tap, whatever that means. But what, I mean, so, I mean, and I watched TV's video, unfortunately, I had to go back to it once I suggested that we talk about this. Mm -hmm. But when I went back and I finished watching it, it was just basically he, I feel that he had unrealistic expectations as well as, I mean, if he's talking for the PVP crowd that y'all had unrealistic expectations about what open the tap meant. And I mean, cause you kept mentioning TV and I was holding off on it just because, I mean, we were going to talk about, GLAD's portion first. But it's just... I mean, I just think it's unrealistic
5: expectations that the PvP crowd had. It's never easy to speak on somebody else's behalf. I'm going to start with that. So, to say that well, I speak for any crowd in particular, I'm going to start with always take that with a grain of salt. Because it's still coming from an individual. That being said, um, in terms of glad, forgive me, listener, but he just sounds like an angry dad. (laughs) Yes. He just sounds like... Like he'd been nagged. An old, not like, I'm not saying he is, I'm just saying it sounded like he was just an overworked, overtired, never appreciated, neglected, overworked dot, like, Dad. Dad. That, like, that's the only way I could put it. <laughs> and he's just like, leave me alone. I don't care. I've already moved on from this topic. This is old news. And if you bring it up, I'm going to bring up old feelings of how I feel towards it. Here's the bitter truth of how I think about all of it. That's just the impression I was left with, I'm going to say. I'm not saying those are his words. I'm not saying Glad is an old dad. <laughs> I'm just saying that is the impression that I was kind of left with at the end of it. And then True Vanguard, I felt like painted the stage of a mediator, if that makes sense. It's like, okay, Dad's angry. I'm gonna help you understand why that Dad and Mom, Bungie, are angry right now. <laughs> um, and you know, mediating is okay. The only thing that the individual as a consumer has to keep in mind is as a consumer, he's also an individual speaking from his individual experience, probably from, I would say his uh, acquaintances as well. The large portion of them, may I add? Um, However, if that, if he does not speak from a place that you identify from, like do not be mistaken, do not be offended, do not be upset. We're non-conventional players here what I do find in common with both of these things leading up to what I would say about it all. There's a genuine love for this game. What is it? We go to Call of Duty, we go to Apex Legends, we go to Diablo 4s, we go to all these other games looking for this particular feeling, some sort of identification, customization, feeling powerful. How do I want to be represented in an environment? And how do I enhance those experiences? Well, you do that with loot. And then how good is the loot? And what advantages does said loot give to me in over whatever nuanced situation it is that's represented? The bottom line in this particular topic, of course, being the PvP crowd. So let's bring it into the topic because that's what everything is really umbrella covering at the end of the day. Everybody feels like it's been raining a lot in PvP. We're all been huddled too close together for too long under the same umbrella, I and mean, everybody's starting to get <laughs> now. That's the way I look at it. Um, and you know what? Yeah, hundred percent. You can't deny that it's been raining out there for a long time, and a lot of this maybe was a stage of expectation set up, yes, by Bungie. Um. But I do believe that they are actively working it out. I do think that they are listening. I think that they are being smart at the moment by being quiet. Because in the past, from the PvP community, unfortunately, and it saddens me to confirm that Gator is correct. That CMs, Bungie devs, the people that we spoke about earlier that said are people. That are probably experiencing things like Diablo 4 and and the rewarding experiences of the different mechanics that that has to offer. That, you know, again, the bigger picture idea coming back to the main point. These are people at the end of the day. They do not deserve to be attacked, and they have been personally attacked in the past, which is my personal belief, again, and opinion only, and bolding opinion that why they're so quiet because they have to protect themselves because they've been in this situation before. Their numbers are likely, I'm not going to say confirmed, but probably likely fewer. Um, Probably working under more pressure, as you can see, if you look in any social space at all relating to Destiny right now. And I think they're just observing and collecting the information. Seeing the absolute hottest of hot topics that are the hottest handle on the door. So that way they can address it when the time is appropriate. Yes, we are leading up to final shape. It's around the corner. We know it's coming. And to mention and to boot, this cycle is a cycle that happens every year. And I can identify that. Although, albeit, this is different. And the reason I said last week that I thought it was different and it stuck with me is because we're coming to the tail end of expectations. Um. I think there's more to come, but I can't confirm that. That's just my opinion, and I do hope that there is more to come because the small steps that they've taken, I've liked, except maybe the landing of the Trials matchmaking. I like their intention. We were excited all last season for it. We were following it, looking forward to it, and looking forward to playing with our friends. But where it landed... And the silence after implementation on where it landed, I think is having a rippling effect under our boots encompassed with the rain that we've been standing in under that umbrella for such a long time to put it into an analogy. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Like
4: think you encompassed that pretty well.
5: I didn't understand. Can you repeat? No. Go for a walk. Yeah, I'm just <laughs>
7: <laughs> can you say that all over again one, one more time <laughs> that was very well put sweaty
0: yeah no it was man not for sure i i said something similar on our show last week regarding the the eververse store because we were talking about the eververse store and the microtransactions that Astrocross had a, a complete meltdown on mm-hmm. and i think the problem was there and i pinpointed it down to the fact that bungie said only at one point that the whisper of the worm ornaments paid for the outbreak-perfected mission. And I think the community ran with that and went, well, everything we purchase in the Eververse store is now going to be going towards everything in Destiny. And that's not the case. They've never said that. It's just that that one quote has kind of been blown out of proportion of everything that you pay for with silver in the Eververse store goes towards Bungie, and it doesn't. We know this, but a lot of people don't see that because of what Bungie said with that just one quote. It's um, yeah. So uh, some things can get blown out of proportion, so that you can understand why they stay quiet on other things.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad you touch on you know the cycles of destiny because again, you you you've been playing this game long enough, you see the cycles of hype come and go. You see, you know, we're we're in that point of the season where everyone's like, oh, the game's dying, everything's terrible. Come August on the reveal, oh my God, Bungie did it again! You know, all the content be will be right scary. back to everything's been saved. But I think it's it's sort of even worse right now in that we're also in the middle. we're, we're in the the middle of a trilogy for content, because witch queen came out, that was the beginning of our story. Now we're in lightfall. we're in that awkward middle trilogy period where we've started the story, there's nothing wrapping up. We're just sort of in the middle of this, pushing the, the plot along, and then the final shape is, you know, episode, you know the third part of our trilogy. So it's like we're in a bad spot. PvP is feeling really neglected. And we're sort of in the holding pattern between, hey, the Witch Queen was out with that was great and the final shapes would be incredible. And now we're just sort of in the middle of the middle at the end of sort of where everyone's patience is and where the game sits right now. And of course, they announced Marathon. And everyone's going, well, obviously, you know, everyone's looking for a, for a whipping boy. Everyone's looking for, hey, what's wrong with this? Honestly, I, I saw both the GLAD video and the True Vanguard response. And sort of skipped them this week, because honestly in my brain, I was sort of sort of like, this is this week's Astrocross video. Where Astrocross yeah. quoted Datto quote, quote Astro cross quoted Astrocross quoted Datto. I'm like, this is this week's outrage train that we're gonna ride for the week. Next week, someone else will be the main character when we talk about that. It's like it's you know, these things go on and on. I mean, part of it is like, yes, you have you know, all valid points, these are you know, and I'm sure again, you you're a big streamer, you have a large community. I'm sure Glad was absolutely frustrated with people asking him over and over about it.
7: Yeah. Well put, man.
1: Seriously. You know, I know Grenader Jake's another one who, I mean, he's been streaming trials. I mean, if you were to think of a poster boy for trials of Osiris, I can think of no one better than Grenader Jake. Mm -hmm. Who's been at this 10, 12 hours day in, day out weekend after weekend after weekend for years. Who's also getting the point of going, I think it's time. And, and, And I wonder if some of it too is, Just plain burnout too. I think some you know, like you know, Dado made the video this week of I've been doing you know, I will have been doing this for ten years in come final shape. You know, day in and day out, content creation is hard. It is a slog. Whether you're streaming, whether you're YouTubing, you know to you know to a lesser degree, but still to a degree, podcasting. You are staying up with this game. You are staying involved. You are putting things out day after day after week for years. If you've been doing this since 2014. That's a long time. You're tired.
5: (laughs) Imagine how the devs feel.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've been going through all this to say nothing of the global worldwide change that we have all gone through with life and work and the complications around that. Yeah. with the global pandemic that nobody had on their bingo card for the first part of the 2020s. I think we're, you know, it's like the perfect storm of all these things coming together of we're tired, we're exhausted, and we're all, you know, we're all dealing with trauma and looking for a place to to offload it, and sometimes that's a streamer's comment section, sometimes that's a bungee dev, sometimes it's whatever.
5: I it's, often you know, put the analogy that in order in order to restore, you have to destroy. So you have to tear it down in order to build it back up again. Now, I'm not saying we have to destroy Destiny and set it on fire, but what I am saying is sometimes there's peaks and valleys. Right now, we're Well, we're in a valley, and that's okay. But the valley is leading to something. I'm amazed today on Twitter. He said, I'm quitting destiny. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you, man. Because you're probably tired too, and you want to be happy, and you deserve to be happy. So do what makes you happy, man. Absolutely, and I support that 100%. If if you don't enjoy it, then don't do it anymore. So that also leaves, you know... Room for folks like us who are here, just non-conventional players to enjoy the game, just yeah. to enjoy the game. Like, that's what it should be, in my opinion. But, you know, again, at the same time, they've developed an empire where the foundation is this game. So I understand whenever you build your empire so high, it's a pretty long fall. I get it. But at the same time, where I'm at, I love this game. Yes, there's issues. There's always going to be outliers, for sure. And what's responsible is what we do about it. You know, do we sit here and go at each other in a toxic way and take away from (laughs) each other's lives over a... Pardon my French here, listeners, ladies and gentlemen, but take away from each other's lives over a... (laughs) ...video game? No. Get over yourselves. It's okay to take breaks if Destiny is not for you at the moment. It's okay because there are other games that are deserving of your attention. Yes, Gator. That's right, buddy. I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Battlefield podcast win. Oh, sorry.
2: (laughs) hey, It
5: was fun while I
4: I did it. But you know that Bungie's going
5: to put an update at some point. They are going to say something at some point. They always do at some point. But in the meantime, I'm going to set out a challenge to the community. Don't shoot yourselves in the foot in the meantime.
0: Yeah. I think the other thing that parody hit the nail on the head with is the pandemic, the Mm -hmm. pandemic shifted everything. I mean, I think Bungie is still working remotely, which causes, you know, vast amounts of problems for people just in normal day jobs. Just so for them to put out expansion after expansion and still deliver what they're delivering. It's been fantastic. You know, I mean, Yes, we've still got issues with the game, and the, they, they do address that in, in this week's TWID. But just uh, for what it was with the pandemic, it must have had a vast knock-on effect in the whole gaming industry, not just Destiny.
5: So before we dive into some of what we think are the current issues and things of that, I'd like to start out with some positives here, because obviously there's a reason we're still here. Obviously, there's a reason we're still around, and I'm going to start with some of the reasons why I like a Destiny 2 PvP and why I'm still around. And yes, 110% entirely has to do with gun feel. That's where it starts for me. I started on Xbox, um, and I would use weapons like bows. I would use weapons like shotguns, um, SMGs, pulse rifles, auto rifles. Coming from Call of Duty, certainly auto rifles. But I found that anytime I had a bounty, <laughs> Gator, uh, if I had anything that involved a hand cannon on controller, on console specifically, uh, if I had anything that had to do with PvP, like it terrified me legitimately for like the whole first year that I played. Because I noticed that I could go over to Modern Warfare and I could go into the open world and I could be number one from kill slaying and tactical play. But when it came to destiny, it was a whole other ball game. And I had to rewire how I approached it and how I thought about it. And I had to learn more about my tools and my tool kits and my weapons. Um, I had to learn more things about like map awareness because that, that those weren't things that I was paying attention to whenever I was playing modern warfare until I came here, because I was playing with more intention. Um, I learned all of that here in Destiny. That is my foundation in my gameplay. And so, hand cannons and things like that is the niche feeling of first-person gunplay gameplay that I just fucking love. There's something about a primary weapon being a hand cannon hitting at certain ranges and trying to nuance... A situation where you can stay behind cover and peak shoot and still win. Certainly, in a situation where you have the disadvantage, and when you get the win, it is the biggest dopamine slap to the face in the world. <laughs> uh, no, that's a sniper.
7: That's a that, sniper headshot. But that's agreed. That's agreed just for me. Agreed, Gator.
5: Sniper shots. It feels so good. Feels so good. Agreed too. It's that precision shot, right? It's that earned. Mm-hmm. I won the gunfight through a skill shot and for me that reward game loop comes from hand cannons and as well as snipers but because I used hand cannons way more significantly than a sniper that's where I'm going to uh, primarily associate that rewarding game loop too um, but yeah so Destiny 2 PvP it's definitely going to be that game loop in terms of that precision gun feel and learning how to approach those nuanced situations and use map awareness, your, you know, things to that and learning, uh, gameplay, uh, with teammates. Cause I come from a background of solo. Uh, so I've actually learned team composition from destiny 2 as well.
4: Hey, I agree. Um, I came from call of duty. I didn't play halo. Like some of you did. So I didn't know about the shielded, uh, guardians you were shooting. I first played my first match in crucible. I shot someone and said, w- w- wait a minute, they're not dead. I put three bullets in them. Why aren't they dead? And oops, sweaty. I gotta. I gotta. Gotta give it to you, man, because that's the way I feel. At the time, in the '90s and early 2000s, Call of Duty was it. If you wanted a first-person shooter game that had really realistic feel, if you weren't playing Call of Duty, you didn't know what the hell you were doing. But then, in 2014, came along this little game called Destiny. All of a sudden, Call of Duty was not number one anymore. As far as gun feel, it was it was Destiny, and not only that, Destiny only they, they didn't have like uh, five auto rifles, one pulse rifle, two scout rifles. Uh, they call them sidearms in Call of Duty, not hand cannons. You know, and a, maybe a couple shotguns. I, when I played, when I played Destiny, they had twenty-five pulse rifles. They had, um, what, probably the same amount of scout rifles. They had such a variety of weapons. And not only that, they didn't all fire the same because they had perks in each weapon slot that made it do different things. It was so much way beyond Call of Duty. Call of Duty was just aim, spray, and pray. I mean, as all the times that I played Call of Duty, I can't really think I learned a whole lot on how to get better because two bullets got you. Someone could sit in a corner, and as you're running by, they shoot you in the back. That man, that just got me so... Finally, you would start doing it, because you were tired of being the idiot running around. So all of a sudden, it's just a big camp fest. Everyone just camps and waits for someone to run by them. Claymores. Oh, God, yeah. But my point is, is when I started playing Destiny... The first year, Sweaty, you talked about how you were terrified. Mm. The whole first year of Destiny, I was so tired of multiplayer. I said, I am I love these worlds. I would sit on the Cosmodrome on the edge, look at the skylines, and just listen to the insects in my ear. I had my full headphones on, and I was there. It was the most realistic game I've ever played. I actually felt like I was there. And I there was no way in hell I was going to play PvP until I, I finally I had this little... Exotic weapon that I wanted called you had to get a uh, you had to get void kills to thorn. unlock the weapon the uh, damage over time hand cannon. See, I told thorn. you. I don't Malfeasance. Want the no thorn. Thorn. No. thorn. 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 Yeah, I thorn. wanted the thorn because it did damage over time and it would just you would shoot someone two times and walk away. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. They're dead. And I wanted that, and I wanted to play it in PvP PvE. So I finally dipped my toes into Crucible. Skip so many Iron Banners, and my God, I cannot believe I was kicking myself. I, I didn't even realize there was another whole part of this game that was better than Call of Duty. So for me, the gun feel out is outstanding. I still think it's the best gun feel game in right now online. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that their people are shielded, that means if someone has better skill, and you shoot them in the back from sitting in a corner, they can whip around... And still take you out because it's not a three-bullet kill. The time to kill is a lot longer, which means you learn how to be defensive. You learn how to evade. You learn about the, the skill selling, which is movement in this game. And um, you were able to turn around and actually kill the person who was sitting in a corner camping on you. Hmm. So it taught me so much about cover shooting, about map flow, flowing with your team, adapting to what your players were using around you. There was just so much, so much to learn. And mm-hmm. I just became a sponge. I became a sponge. I started watching true Vanguard play trials and how he worked with his other two teammates and uh manigator man. I remember that guy. I subbed that guy forever. I remember him. And I learned all of these different methods of ways they were playing. It was the best school to play crucible ever is to just sit there and watch streams and watch how the really top tier players handled a situation.
2: Mm.
4: So that is what crucible
7: is to me. That's good. Well, what about the curtain state? Because this is supposed to be about what the issues are. You guys are talking about all the beautiful well, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, he we we wanted to start intention. off with that. I, know, yeah. I, I get that. I get that. I was I just. That. I'm just listening <laughs> to the host. Tell me what to do.
4: <laughs> well, hey, uh, real quick. Uh, so, oh, PVP dad, for me here. is
6: different than what you guys are talking about. Okay. Because PVP for me is okay. Self-professed, you know, PVP casual here. Okay is that it's a place for me to go in and have fun. Mm -hmm. You know, if I get kills, great. If I get killed, that sucks. It's just, it doesn't ruin my day. If I'm playing, you know, a bunch of cheaters, then, you know, it, it is what it is kind of thing. You know, it's like, I wouldn't know basically because I'm not at that level where, I mean, if somebody is cheating and, and, You know, they're in my skill level, well, more power to them. But for me, it's just all about having fun. Mm -hmm. So I'll go in with like, you know, some jank ass loadout or something like that. And be (laughs) like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, you know, try this build that I saw on native Raiders channel and see how it does for me. And I mean, that's, I mean, that's what PVP is to me is it's just a place to go in, have fun. Shoot the mans, try not to die, get better. And just, I mean, if I wanted to put effort into it, you know, I could, but for the most part, it's just, for
4: me, it's about having fun. It's not serious. Let me, let me, let me ask, sorry, I'm, I'm building off of his point. That it's about team play and having fun with friends and stuff and i'm I'm all for that too don't get me wrong but native sweaty and I can't speak well night demon we're all kind of hardcore PvP players I say hardcore very much in quotes that we enjoy ourselves and we try to get better in the game and if we get shot we're not happy about it why did I get shot what was I doing stupid that got me shot and there are a certain point when you play this game where you're like whoa I I'm actually coming out ahead in most of the scoreboards every game. There comes a point where you start seeing improvement in your game, and then all of a sudden it's such a such an addiction. You you you're thinking, man, I was a, I was at a one point one last year, and now I'm at a one point five. I'm actually getting better at this game with my hand coordination, with my gun skill, with how, uh, map knowledge, map awareness, all these things that you can improve in the game. And there's a, I mean, I don't know. I'm just seeing if you agree with me here. There's a certain point where you play this game enough that you start just getting more serious about getting better at playing it. It's like any hobby you have. If you start getting really good at drag racing and your, your uh, reaction time, you're getting triple zeros at the line. You start thinking, man, maybe I got something here. Maybe there's something I have a skill in doing. Mm -hmm. And granted we're, we're, i get my ass kicked a lot but those games that you're just seem to be flowing it just seems to it just i just take things a little more personally when i'm playing not on not at the other teammate at myself mainly but i may not always express it that way but is that the way you guys feel night demon i know i know parody you play pvp too but i know night demon's the big iron banner guy i'll just was throw it out there
5: i think well, we actually uh, lost night demon if i'm not
1: mistaken yeah yeah, yep. no. Demon, demon's laptop to shut down on him, so he said he was oh. powering it back on. And, oh, that's. I mean, he'll be coming back in, but yeah, but no, absolutely. I mean, power. absolutely. I, mean, I, I, I stuck a ch- uh, picture in the green room because this past Iron Banner, uh, buddy of mine, Panoramic's eighteen. We've been friends in real life for ever now, and you know, he he was the one who was like, "Hey, there's this thing. Get, there's this game, Destiny Two you know, at Gamefly. You should go pick it up. We'll try it. At, you know, or I'm sorry, Destiny One." Like, you know, a week a after it came out, hey, we should try this out. We should go play, you know, pick this up and play it. We go, we go into Iron Banner dressed alike. We go into PvP wearing the exact same Iron Banner loadout, same shaders. Because <laughs> really, I just have a deep, deep hope that one day someone will go, I killed that guy. Why am I getting shot by the same guy? I just killed. <laughs> He's over there now. So we'll run, you know, we'll, we'll run around, you know, double, double sweet business and actium war more rigs or just something. I mean, something silly, something meme loadouts. But you definitely hit the nail on the head. It's part of it is just it's the friend game. It's a fun game. I'm gonna go in, and and honestly, I love what they've done with Iron Banner becoming just. People are like, oh, I want to do PvP. I don't go in. I'm like, listen, go in, play your matches, get your loot. All you have to do is just play the matches, play 18 games in the week, and you can get your pinnacle drops. You can get your exotics. You can get you know some you know high level armor rolls potentially. It's literally just you show up, you participate and you get stuff for it. And I think that's almost, that's how I want there to to be like an intro to PVP for people. Mm. Just show up and play the game. That's it. And it's almost that way in trials too. Yeah. And we're going to hand you loot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why I started playing trials when they did the revamp of, Hey, I've got a bar. I I can make, I can make the bar go left to right and fill it up and get rewards of it. Yeah. Nothing I have is adept, but I've got my messenger roles. I've got my immortal roles. Mm-hmm. I can go I can go back to Saint fourteen and say, Give me new things. Mm-hmm. I can play the game, I can get the things, and it gives me a reason to go in. Yeah, I am I am maybe a one-o PvP player, but like w- the first Iron Banner after they buffed the sweet business, I rolled in with that thing and Actium Warrig and was laying waste to people because no one I mean, uh, no one expected it. It works out for a minute until they catch on, mm-hmm. but you can have so much fun going, I'm running this ridiculous meme loadout and having success with it. And, and there's no resources. better feeling. Yeah, exactly. There's, yeah, exactly. It's like, when they catch on. Or you're playing hand cannon users or people at range or, you know, any of the 10,000 reasons why that's not going to work. Yeah. But you have those moments of just, I feel good. I'm doing well. I always joke. I'm like, oh, they they, they put me down in the, in the beginner group in the matchmaking. Let me start mm-hmm. here. And then you win a couple of games. You're like, oh, no, wait. I'm back up here with the people I should be playing <laughs> with and, you know, getting my ass handed to me left and right. So. Yeah, they boost your ego to knock you right back
7: down. <laughs> hey, hold up. Things are going great. Oh, things things aren't so great right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I feel that for sure. Um so what else let's move on to this next question here. Balance. Now this one I wanted to put in here because I feel like this is a this is a type of game that cannot be balanced. You know, it's a it's a looter shooter, it's constantly evolving, it's changing, perks are added, power creep, right? Do you think it's balanced at the moment within the Crucible? Do you think there's an issue that the balance is causing more people to not play it? Or or it to quote-unquote die, which it's definitely not, you know? Um, but just balance in general. What do you guys think?
5: Personal opinion, I think it's most balanced it's ever felt.
7: Yeah.
4: Agreed. Yeah. The sandbox. There's no
5: least. outliers right now. There's nothing that mm-hmm. I now see I'll admit the I haven't as much time in trials this season as I usually have. So that I'll admit, but thus far, and I've been participating quite a bit. I mean, I'm season level 92, no bounty hoarding gator.
4: <laughs> I didn't bounty hoard this this season. I'm 100. Uh, I know. I just like
5: busting your balls about it. That's all. I know you do. I
4: know. Love you too.
5: But, uh, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, uh, I don't even remember what I was trying to say anymore. I forget now. I just wanted it's to get be nice. You're saying it's most balanced yes it is it exactly is something that's, no uh, outliers, outliers. right yeah. there's, there's no like arbalists going crazy right now right there's no um what was the other one the lorenz driver man that drove mm-hmm. me nuts i'm not sure if you guys experienced dmt when it first released on pc specifically oh yeah oh my goodness i actually
4: chased a, one of our people out of um out of scrims because he kept killing me with it and i i I tried to shame him, and I think he just said, "Dude, you're taking this game way too seriously." Yeah, <laughs> you were a salty. D- Everyone knows who I'm talking about, and I felt really bad. But it, that thing was just a. Dart. You should have felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> but there again, but I'm asking myself, why an did I die? Example
5: of coming back to present. Yeah, no, it's pretty good right now. Yeah. Besides
7: graviton lance, that is stupid. That thing, dude, I, I tried, tried it. Yeah, it still I takes some skill to use, man. Pro, but it's so easy to kill with like as far as like you you get that two two head tap, like mm-hmm. it's easy and on top of it, you're getting another kill likely. Yes, I'm getting killed there. by it. Yeah, and but yeah. here's the
4: thing, native. That first shot before they buffed it was a joke. Mm-hmm. You would it's you up. would hit a headshot on that first shot, and then if the follow-up shot was above it. It meant nothing. You yeah, that gun was garbage, man. And I just think people are just realizing from the collateral damage it get, it's getting now. So what? But I'll be honest.
5: Up to what Brazil? Do we know? I it?
4: I I haven't even used it a whole lot to be honest.
5: I'll have to. I
1: messed with that. it a bit, and it it was dumb. It, it's yeah. You know,
5: I'm, I'm kind of curious bad, on.
1: I, I'm one of those bad people. I I, I took I took it into uh, I took that in a 7th stair of carbine with reconstruction into this last Iron Banner because. Again, I, I almost treated the graviton lands like the sweet business. I'm going to find a place. If you guys are going to stand up and hug each other and bunch up and just stand in a corner, and I can yep. just keep putting putting shots into you, that's not my fault. <laughs> hey, but here's the <laughs> thing: you can do the
4: same thing with a cloud strike.
1: Well, you can't. I can't. But maybe
7: you can. You can hey, do it. And and taboo, it. requires a lot more skill compared to the graviton. To boot, at the
5: graviton, you can it with immortal.
7: Mm-hmm. Oh God. You can.
5: There we go. Sorry, Go ahead. There.
7: Uh, I was curious. um, Hazel, have you tried this in PVE? Because I was thinking about it the other day, like with that with that blowing up type for precision kills. I really
6: haven't. uh, Just because I'm, I don't use. I I I don't know. I just don't use that for me. I'm like, I mean, for the most part, whenever I'm in PVE. Uh, I'm mostly using pretty much like double like SMGs.
7: Oh, hmm.
4: interesting. Okay. <laughs>
6: so yeah,
7: I, that is interesting.
6: Yeah, I mean it's just I mean they just burn through everything. So I
7: don't right now pulses don't got no no nothing in the artifact I don't think not a whole lot. And as, champion, far, as far as champ- champion, but, champion yeah, laws uh, yeah, nothing nothing. Yeah, I mean if but, I'm going to something with yeah.
6: champions, you know, I'll throw something on for that, but I mean, otherwise, it's just, you know, why, why would I make my life harder, uh, you know, by
4: using something that's, you know, yeah not optimal? Mm. It's, it's pretty stupid in PvE as well. I was using it to make that video on the uh, Monument of Lost Light weapons. I was testing them in a Lost Sector. I was literally just one tapping, one tapping, but that was, one tapping. That was before the buff, though. It was before the yeah. buff. Can you imagine it now? Now that you get more power? But the second bullet loses a little power, but if you hit that
7: first shot, I'm telling you, it's chaos with that gun. All right, there you go, Gator. That's your next video. Mm. The changes from the Weapons of mon- Monument of Light.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: There you go. All right, you guys want to move on to the next one here, and we're going to talk about the expectations. Like, should people think that it's going to get better in PvP? Mm. Like, is that a realistic expectation, this being a... You know, PvE somewhat focused. I'm gonna say somewhat focused because I don't think it's entirely focused as much as a lot of people say that this is a PvE game, you know, that's all it's all about, you know. Like it's definitely not. That's not the case. Obviously, certain ritual playlists have been slept on, gambit, right? Um, do you think that the PvE or the PvP community think that I mean, should this be a realistic expectation to get better?
1: Oh, see, so PvP players got it
7: good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Compared to be, those of us who enjoy Gambit, come on now, you, mm. you guys are living living high on the hawk.
7: <laughs> I
5: don't know. Of, I, it I feels uh, pretty good think, right now. Yeah, as
7: Yeah, I, I played last night with uh, Exonist and uh, he's holding us to the ad that we did, where we will play uh, Gambit too. Absolutely. So it, we we got to set that up with Exonix. I'll get in there with <laughs> him next time too. <laughs> right. the, the
1: secret is Gambit's never felt bad, but no, I I, I think I think honestly, to to say is PvP going to get better. You first need to define what's better. Better than new present maps? maps?
5: I, I hope so. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, is better. I want to see a new map every X, Y, Z season? Is it? You know, mm. hey, you made these promises, fulfill them. You know, what <laughs> is better? Because I think mm. I think you could ask all of us. You you go you know go into any streamer's chat and say what's better, and you'll get everything from oh, budgie doesn't care at all marathon now to I don't play and I don't care anyway. So I think it's like you know what what's better, and then. I mean, again, I'm going to, I'm enjoying it. Again, I don't make my living off PvP. I go in and play. I live at Iron Banner. And then I, I, I've been having fun with Rift. Honestly, I'm happy to see the things come back. I enjoyed Supremacy coming back. I enjoy Rift as a thing. I know Rift is, you either love it or hate it, but really, just find a friend, chase someone around in Rift, work as a team, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, I, I'm enjoying seeing some of the game types come back that have been missing. That I remember from D one, going, "Hey, we had good times in this, and then it's just been gone forever." So I mean, I mean, in my in my eyes, it's better in that. I like this. I like the experimentation because I remember when they said, "Hey, we, we're releasing Crucible Labs," and then just sort of didn't for like a year. We're just like, "Hey, we could test things out." I'm like, "Remember the Crucible Labs you guys announced and then just never did?" Yeah, those the fact things that we are have that. The fact that we have Iron Banner and it's getting game modes. You know, love it or hate Fortress, love it or hate eruption. That, those are new things, you know. Maybe you you know we got a new map. Maybe you hate the new map, but hey, you got one. You know, there's there is work being done there. Yeah, maybe it's not the work you want to see. Maybe it's not what you enjoy. But you're getting content, and not to say that getting content at all, looking at camp, it, is the baseline. But still, you know, there is progress being made. So yeah, is it as fast as everybody wants it to be? Absolutely not. It's never going to be. But it's it's I think it's moving in the right direction. It is getting better wherever your line of better is. Mm.
6: But see, that's the, that's the thing though. Okay. So in the true Vanguard video, he's like saying that, uh, he's like, you know, that they want that PVP people want more maps and more modes and things like this and more weapons, more loot. And, in the course of the video, he says that Bungie has given more modes and more maps and things like this. And then he's like, he's like but they're not good. They're not what we asked for. And I'm like, w- w- like what do you want? Like, you just <laughs> want to be unhappy. It's like, it, I mean, it's like he says that he wants these things. Bungie gives them these things, and it's still not enough.
0: From from an outside perspective of looking at PvP and looking at what they've done with, like parody uh, was saying, with Crucible Labs. The thing with Crucible Labs is that they, they tried Trials Labs, which was good. And then last season they said, right, we're doing Crucible Labs and we're going to put it on a rotator. And having doing like this week in Destiny videos, I kept a list of, you know, the rotators so that I could tell people when they were coming back up. And they didn't say, going into Season 21, we were going to stop that rotator. But they completely did. Because we had, I can't, was it um, Showdown, wasn't it? There was three different versions of Showdown. They did Showdown Classic. They did Showdown Something Else and Showdown Something Else. And they did that for about six weeks in Season 20. And then for the whole of Season 21, we've just gone back to Elimination in Crucible Labs. And it's like, well, I I thought we were trialing something. You know, at least try it every couple of weeks. But for like six weeks, we've just had elimination in Crucible Labs, Mm -hmm. which is just like we took it out of trials, but we've put it over there. So that's what's confusing. I I appreciate that they've brought back Supremacy because it obviously was a game mode that people enjoyed in the Guardian games. And now it's back in the Rotator, which is quite nice. But saying that, we've had Crimson Days just completely taken out of the game you know doubles game mode which was good for like the the february event that we had way back when but they could introduce that into a playlist or into a rotator somewhere along the lines of saying it's 2v2 that's it you know and then maybe when valentine's comes around they have that special kind of you know where you i think it was the bond thing isn't it you get closer together and you kind of heal quicker and if your partner dies, you then do extra damage kind of thing. That was a, a unique mechanic for Crucible, but they just completely took it out of the game. So it it is frustrating when you see that they do these things and then they, people say, we do like this, or it's not like that we didn't say that we didn't like Crimson Days and that was just taken out of the game. And it it wasn't like they didn't give us any feedback on saying that the the crucible labs wasn't working. So we're just going to put elimination back over there for the next month. It's like, there's, there's no communication with that. I'd like to see a bit more communication of, um, reasons why they took things out or the reasons why they're putting things in and more, uh, dialogue over the rotations of like, I'd like to know, I mean, I'm sure people would also like to know what's actually coming up. I mean, I, I, why is it a big secret that we have to wait till every friday to find out what is happening next week in destiny with the rotators and things i could understand that people got upset with you know the different calendars giving everything away but if people knew that say a special uh, trials event was happening in like three weeks time and it was on their calendar you know people could then Make a big thing about it. If Crimson Days came back in like two months' time and they said, you know, it's going to work on these specific weeks, a bit like they do with Iron Banner, Iron Banners on this week, this week, and this week, they let us know that kind of thing. But then other things are kind of still ambiguous. Anyway,
2: I mean,
7: um, but- go ahead, Nato. No, I was going to say that was well put. Like, that was, uh, I think that rolls in perfectly with the next kind of like topic about like our thoughts on the different playlists within the Crucible with, with comp trials, Iron Manor, the quick play, the, what do what they call it? The, the different rotational playlists and stuff like that. And I'm honestly curious to what you guys think about. I mean, we could start with comp or you guys would just chime in, whatever, you know, like let's talk about the playlists themselves and what you think is good what's bad or what could be better what ideas to make it better you know well first and foremost please take rift out of comp
2: yes (laughs) please
4: i love showdown by the way that was a great game mode for comp quick matches you either won them or you didn't and you had a shot to come back you know uh and then you had the timers where people just couldn't sit forever you'd have to go get a cap point and it's really quick i love those fast fire matches um, they're trying to. The, 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 the. I know they had good intentions with the team based matchmaking, but the difference I've seen playing my Iron Banner in my six stacks is that it's gotten much sweatier playing uh, uh team based matchmaking. A lot of my friends are not having fun right now playing Iron Banner. Uh, we, we get, uh, I would say at half the matches, we just get run over. I mean, I mean, we just get run over. I mean, it's no fun when you're getting mercy within five minutes of the match or four minutes of the match, even. And I'm, I got to wonder this team-based matchmaking. I can't even keep track of what they're even setting up. Is it skill-based? Is it connection-based? I I've lost count on how many times they've changed it it doesn't matter it's all just it's six people i mean
6: it's a six stack versus a six stack that's what it's for
4: it just seems like i we're almost encouraged to play in a three stack because the six stacks have just been no offense sweaty spooks sweaty no offense
5: (laughs) taken because guess what i've been playing the smaller stacks as well if i'm playing trials i'm not playing with two other people i'm only playing with one usually Really, if I'm hoping to go flawless, I'm hoping that person that I'm playing with is better than me. Yeah. Um, if Do you i playing solo, is that what you're saying? I've, I've been playing solo this whole time. Uh, okay. now, when I got the, uh, what one is it? Um, what was the card that I did with Moira? Um, oh. confidence card. Thank you. Whenever we got that done. Mechanically speaking, I would not understand this until Fluffy approached me after the fact. But we mechanically had everything going against us that weekend. Matchmaking was broken and not working as it was expected. um, And we somehow still got it done. So ever since then, I also noticed that if you have one person that you can. Play well with usually, um, certainly in a comp setting. Like, if you're comfortable enough to play with them in comp, team up with them, just the two of you. You'll probably have a better experience because here's why. If you go in solo, which is what I most of my experience is, you're really depending on RNG in terms of your teammates that are backing you up. I don't mind having the aggressive, super sweaty person because they go in, they distract, I clean up or get the kill, whatever (laughs) it is. It's a good cycle, it works. Or sometimes I have to be the sweaty person that goes jumping in there while everybody else is in the back. It really just, you have to be able to read the room, read the audience, adapt to your team, and stay with them. And also, in relation to your team's position, Pay attention to your radar and where the enemy is. Now, obviously, those skills, you're not always going to go flawless just from those skills alone. However, if you're solo, sometimes, sometimes, if you just... It all clicks. If you just try again, sometimes it clicks. Not always. Telesto weekend, I would do 222 matches and would not go flawless. Wow. The following (laughs) weekend, the following weekend... My flawless match was two hundred and twenty-three, literally. Wow. <laughs> um, but of course, like, of yeah, I I was playing with intention. I was trying to close the gap on my flawless title, which I only need to help people get to the lighthouse two more times, and then I'll have it. But um, again, playing with intention, really grinding. Um, I did not get the adept messenger. That's the one adept weapon from Trials that I actually want. So whenever that comes around, I'll be trying again. But outside of that, like I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is Trials. Fe- trials is a whole different vibe of what it used to be to what it is now with the matchmaking. I understand what Bungie had in mind. Um, last season, here's 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 what the trades off were. Trades off were this. You could jump in solo and you could go flawless and you can get the weapon and you can get all the rewards. You could get all of the mementos, but you couldn't play with your friends. This season, you can play with your friends all you want, but you're probably not going flawless. (laughs) And if you do go flawless, be very thankful to RNG and luck and your friends. Um, Very much so, your friends, if you're playing with your friends. If you're going solo, congratulations, a tip of the hat to you because... um, If you're coming from the experience that it was an easy trip, then I'm going to say that you're probably a very skilled player. Uh, Tip of the hat to you, pat on the back. But for us casual folks, non-conventional players, I've been finding this season it is significantly, noticeably way harder to hit that flawless than it was last season, even with that second forgiveness. Um, I'm not quite sure what it is about it. And This is just my experience. I'm not speaking on anybody else's behalf. I'm not trying to speak for anybody else either. Um, I haven't been playing it as much because it just doesn't feel realistic anymore. It doesn't feel like I can accomplish that goal by myself anymore. And it's not that I I don't want to like not play with friends or anything but like a lot of people are just dipping off right now. There's other things happening. There's it's summertime as well. So IRL there's a yeah. lot of real things happening. It's people true. are going fishing, camping, family time, all that fun stuff. We just picked up a new kitty, like things like that. So there's a lot in general bigger picture going on. So I understand that the numbers are going to be a little bit lower right now. There's not a whole lot to offer. And you know what? I'm going to be the bold that says it. Maybe there should be a season of no FOMO, so there's no reason to bitch about it. Everybody's complaining because there's nothing to do. Huh? Well, you've been complaining because everybody's got a fear of missing out. Let it rest for a season. This probably is the perfect season for all of this to happen. In my personal opinion, again, not speaking for or on behalf of anybody else, but the reason I say that is because I think that Bungie is... <laughs> Paying a pension, I think they are taking notes. I think that there is going to be changes coming. Trials, um, huh. okay, all equated to this analogy. Whenever they killed Cade, I had a mustard seed side faith from that moment forward to present date that he was going to come back. And that was confirmed against all odds and all the people that told me it's impossible he'll come back as Cade Seven. No, Cade Six is coming back. We know that. So if Bungie's capable of doing that, of flourishing that small little mustard seed that I call it, I guess, they're going to pay attention to their game. They love this game. I know that they do. They're invested in it just as much as we are. We're just upset that we can't be whatever it is that everybody's wanting it to be right now. And that's okay. But again, I'm going to say it. It's okay to have a season of no FOMO.
0: Well, what's quite interesting is that both you and Gator have hit on the fact that they've changed the game modes, so they are working on PvP. Mm-hmm. Reg- regardless of, you know, whether it's a new map or something, they are still trying out different ways of making people connect, making people... how people play together. You know, you're saying it's bad this season for X amount of reasons, and Gator say it's X amount of reasons bad for... We know, and we've played it for so long, that mm. they flip-flop or they change the way that, you know, connection and skill base, and they, they're trying to find a good medium, and they they have to keep changing it every couple of seasons. They have to get the data in. So it from what you two have both said, it looks, you know, from an outsider's perspective, that they are doing something. They're just not telling us every five seconds what they're doing. They are doing stuff very minor stuff at the moment, but they are still doing stuff.
5: It's bottlenecking
0: to something.
5: We just don't know what's in the middle yet
0: i mean
1: and like Bungie has said, you know, like whenever they have the opportunity, it's you know the, you know like they said, hey, like you know this season is done, the next scene is done, you know we're starting to do like you know intro work on the final shape, like you know this is a big, massive game that's not gonna move quickly, you know this is the Titanic, not to say it's gonna end the same way. But this is a massive game where, where, where you can't complain on Twitter on Monday and then expect on Friday to see changes in the game. That's just not how this is going to work. That's not reality. And, you know, it's like, like you would touch on when True Vanguard's points going, well, you gave us this, you gave us this, but we don't like what you gave us. Well, that's different than you got something. Okay, you weren't happy mm-hmm. with it. But, but you can't say nothing is happening. It's happening. Maybe it's not happening to your liking, but it's happening. And you know, you know, I I haven't set foot into honestly. I t- comp is in, trials is something I sort of play when I have the time to play. I don't even really care what the reward is, what the map is. I'm just playing literally to earn to earn engrams to turn in to Saint 14. That's mm-hmm. the sole reason to go into trials. I, I I know I won't go flawless unless I happen to luck into cards. I think I've I've gotten to five wins again, just sort of solo queuing luck of the draw. But I enjoy going in earlier in the seasons when the population is high Mm because I know there's more people like me going into the seasons when the population is high. So I just, I went to look at the trials report just, you know, just sort of to your point, you know, obviously Bungie's making changes. The vibe is changing, but we're also, you know, as the season goes on, the numbers go down. That's just, you know, that's just what happens. Unless Bungie does something to bring people to trials or we have a laser tag weekend or a Telesto weekend or some sort of intentional or not fun trials event like, you know, at, at the tail end of last season, you know, in February, there were 169,000 people playing Trials. 35,000 of them went flawless. The first week of the new season, 542,000 people were in, and 190,000 went flawless. So, you know, the first week of the season, more people went flawless than were playing Trials the previous week. And those, mm-hmm. you know, and, and those numbers just, you know, continue, you know, this past weekend, or I guess... Um, yeah, you know, like the weekend that ended June 16th when Wormhaven was up, 225,000 people playing, 71,000 Flawless. So again, you know, you're seeing we started at half a million people. We're already at half that on the population yeah. for the season of even people stepping foot into trials. And people like me, you know, again, not that I really pay a t- lot of attention to what Wicked is or what the map is, but I'm more inclined to go in earlier in the season because I know more people are going, let me give this a shot. Let me go in and just try this out. They've made some changes. Let me see what happens. And comp, I have nothing to say about, because honestly, ever since Bungie was like, play your seven games and do the ranking. I just haven't. Just because of all the things that I'm doing in a week, that's just, that's usually the thing I would sort of get to last and go, well, let me, let me jump into comp. I would always play like two or three matches just to, you know, just to dip a toe in or, or honestly, you know, if there's a weekly challenge tied to it or a bounty tied to it, I can go, let me jump in and do those things. But it's just, it's not, you know, the top of my priority list, so sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, but it's really just sort of, you know, the whims of the community and the whims of, you know, how many people are in, can I go into trials and I'm, if I'm going to get stomped from game one, I'm jumping right back out. If it's a good week where there's a lot of people, I might get two, three, maybe even four games in when I'm playing what I feel is competitive to my level before I'm just absolutely getting stomped, where you blink, and again, and I'm playing on Xbox, I'm on console, so I don't really see the cheaters. One, because hmm. I'm not good enough for people to cheat against me, and two, I, I'm again just personal experience. I'm assuming it's a bigger problem on PC than it is on console. But again, you know, to I think uh, to Hazel's point earlier, I just assume people who are absolutely outplaying me are absolutely outplaying me. Not because they're cheating; they're just incredible. They're getting that cloud strike team wipe from across the map, and I go, I don't even know how you did that from there. But good job! Like it, it seems feasible to me. Hmm.
4: Can I mention some? The the original question that Native uh, prompted here was, do we think it's going to get any better from here until the end of the final shape, right? No, I thought it was about playlists, but (laughs) (laughs) I've lost track. That was one of them. Well, I I think the bearer of bad news here is, other than maybe a little twist or twinkle here and there, PvP is where it's at. It's not going to get any better. Uh, There's a skeleton crew running running PvP right now. I mean, can you imagine how happy the PVP team was when they had a whole new IP to to play with? They were probably so burned out on PVP, and when they start playing this um, designing this game marathon, they're probably a little light in their eyes. They're like, "Oh wow, okay, we can start doing what we've been wanting to do." But as far as the rest of the the next expansion into the next year, I don't see it getting any better. So, I I, I mean, and and to defend TV here because we're all saying that. We're ungrateful because we don't like what they gave us. It's not, that's not the point that TV was making. The point is, is if you look at the number of maps and stuff they've released, undoing the tap, so to speak, if you look at the last year, there's been nothing released. We've we, They take all these maps away from us, and we were so used to getting four maps a season or four maps an expansion. If you look at the last year, there's been nothing uh, one new map disjunction uh, and everyone hates it but that's fine that's that's a separate point but the fact of the matter is other than melting point, what have they given us back? Well TV got, really emphasized on week, the word
5: upkeep in that video too right like he, he kept reiterating that you know this is what the general consensus or narrative is but really what at the end of the day bottom line is that everybody's looking for is just the upkeep that the rest of the game gets it's not so much we need to have all brand new spanking new activities dungeon level of content it's not really even that it's just some upkeep to keep up with the rest of the game is all yeah but you are getting upkeep there are
4: two balance passes every or yeah every season that's maintenance to the weapons that's That's, that's that's keeping things fresh upkeep but there's been no revised maps coming out. We've had Melting Point. But, I think that's the wait, first new but map. you just didn't, you're just counteracting
6: what Sweaty just said, though.
4: Well, I mean, he yeah, the, I mean, all we're asking for. <laughs> See, this for, is
6: the problem with PvP people right here, okay? Y'all are all over the damn place, okay? No, <laughs> well, we're not. Because half of you want new maps, and that's the only damn thing some of the people we care don't about. We want new
0: maps. We just want our maps Dickator. back.
4: <laughs> what? But, but you our maps want new that maps. they
0: took away. But they want a combination of things, Hazel. So they want their old maps back uh, that played really badly that Bungie said they were going to fix and then bring back. But they the want the cliffs That's in the they game already. They want them back now. Don't you argue with them. And then they want <laughs> new maps as well. But they all forget what it was like (laughs) in Destiny 1 when we had six months of nothing. No balance patches, no maps, no nothing. And it was the same meta for six months. And we all still played it, and we all still came back for Destiny 2, and we're all still here now.
6: Hey, Night Demon? Yes. Those are the glory days. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Those are the days that everybody was like looking back at now, like, you know what, guys? We're bitching about stuff right now because it's not like it was in D1. But
4: those are the glory days. No, my point was, is what, what, what did, uh, what did, uh, Smith say? He said they were, had to set the foundation, right? They had to set the foundation. They had to make sure the foundation of the house was good before we start doing anything to it. Well, okay. Now, and then they said they were going to undo the tap and start releasing the maps back. Like they said they would. I'm not, I don't care if they're new maps. But they just—they lied to us. They told us they were going to bring back, back maps over time, and it, I, we feel like we're the forgotten part of the community because I haven't got in two maps in a whole year and a half to two years.
0: Yes, um, but you, you still got to remember COVID.
4: Hmm.
0: No, Gator forgot COVID. COVID <laughs> had such an impact on everything. Work from home. No. <laughs> they still they they but they They're kept paid that model. To work.
4: They kept that model. They still work from home.
7: Yeah. I, know. Okay. I was looking at their website. Can I, can I
4: throw out a question? Oh, God. It's loaded as f- <laughs> I'm just going to
6: throw
7: it out, out. Of course it, it is. <laughs> this
2: is. This is
4: this is what I'm used to, everyone. This is what I'm used to <laughs> hearing. <laughs> so,
6: okay. Now, I'm going to ask. This is a question for everybody here individually. All right? I don't want anybody else to chime in about anything else, Okay. Okay. All right. What do you want singularly to be done with PvP? What would make you personally happy?
4: I just spoke. I'll let everybody else speak.
6: Wait, no gator. You said you want the old maps back. That's that's it. They said they were gonna
4: undo the tap. Gator, gator. That's not an answer. Singular undo the tap is not an answer. Bring bring the flow of maps that they promised us. I'm not saying what? new maps. I'm just saying we've had two maps in two years. That's so not what they said they, they were going to do. How many maps How about, would a, you? How about a revised map? I, I bring back an old classic map, and let's face it. Nothing has really been changed on these maps. It's the same map. Bring back one of the old maps every season. Bring back a new map one every time a season. year. Every season. One new map how many, and a revised sweaty, how map many, every season. So that's all many, you want, Gator. That and just, then you'd be happy. I would be happy because the sandbox is good. It just We just are playing the same maps over and over okay. again. Okay. And we're talking about Burnout? We're Burnout playing these same maps over and over again. Okay. So next. Okay. We'll hit Native because Native's been quiet.
7: Nothing is perfect, bro. Let's, let's keep it the way it is. <laughs> 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 okay. Um,
6: and this is the episode where Native gets canned. No. <laughs>
7: I mean the map thing, I get that, but I don't think that's really what I would want. I think what I would want is, um, is dedicated servers an okay answer? Stability, it, matchmaking, rework, you know, so competitive, like competitive. I was so excited about. But it's not real true rank-based, you know, ladder-based system. So I think that's probably the main thing because I was so excited about it. I was like, yo, let's go. This is something that I can enjoy, like, uh, you know, week in, week out. Like, it's not just a weekend thing like Trials, which is Trials is cool. Don't get me wrong. But, like, this was actually going to be something like that. I think there needs to be an added aspect to not the competitive mode, but the competitive aspect of PvP. And with the proper rewards to suck players into it I let's let's do how about do you guys remember was it Black ops one maybe uh you had clan like clan ranking systems right mm-hmm. To where you can sit there and and clan v clan pvP clan like, Wars yeah it, why not like that can't be too hard to in, like incorporate into the game depending on the resources, but how cool would that be you know how about, like, how about
4: just a gun game. Your gun versus my gun, no fricking Nova bomb.
7: Nah, Let's like, go. I, I think that would be <laughs> there cool. You go, Gator. It's I think that down. would be cool as like maybe a rotator, like you know, like yeah. Scorch or something like that sure. nobody likes. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, I my idea to make it better is give it that more of a competitive edge. Like I was no. when they they took out the uh, the light levels for Iron Banner because to me it made it feel less important. To be honest, yeah, like we might as well just be playing another playlist. See cool? You got a loot pool exactly. of Iron Banner weapons, but it's that it's like uh, a theme now.
4: That's all it uh, is. That
7: exclusivity of of to get is like kind of just like whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, the good news, native, is they're bringing all that man
4: in marathon. <laughs> <laughs> they're bringing it. Okay, we'll see. Sweaty,
6: we'll see. Sweaty, what about you?
5: So, if I understand correctly. What is a singular thing that Bungie could do to improve PvP for you, for me? What do you want to see? Like, I guess you know, like
6: on a grand on the grand I scheme could of things, easily are you
5: answer this very okay. easily? Whatever gives the game a higher population. A good answer.
7: Uh cop out. Yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah, cop, that's good a cop answer, out answer because <laughs> I'm serious. I mean,
6: Okay, so another immortal. There oh, you go. No. Okay. No. Done. Done. That spike. that you know,
1: spike population. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna jump on that answer because I was gonna say the same thing, except for an entry, it, it onboard people into PvP. Mm. Get people into PvP. If you're coming to PvP for the first time, you know, and again, you know, I, I never really play any Call of Duty because I'm not that kind of Twitch shooter, that's not my game. But like when you when you step into PvP Halo, they're like, listen, you're going to play here sort of in the kiddie pool of PvP. You're not going against the trial squad. You're not going to get stomped. You're playing in a playlist with other people who also don't play PvP. You're going to have at least a decent time coming into this and learning how it works, getting the feel for it. Because, I mean, Destiny PvP is its own thing. You know, you know, we've rattled off how many other shooters that we've all played throughout time. Dest- destiny pvp is a different animal plus it's peer-to-peer peer. so
5: i wonder if that fact alone is what sets it apart meaning one of the leading causes to what we're experiencing but i'm not sure i, I mean i i mean, I, th- I think it's i
1: think it's all those things but i think mm-hmm. you know getting people into the game mode because i know so many people who are just like i will never set foot into pvp or i did and, and everybody has a horror story i went you know and they're not going into trials they're not going to comp they're just like i jumped into control I jumped, you know, you, you you finally drug drug your buddy, kicking and screaming into PVP, going, "Let's just play three matches for the for the pinnacle. Let's just get the you know the exotic drops. Now that's all we're going to do." And they do not have a good time. They're getting stomped. They're getting kicked to the curb. They do not have a good experience, so they never come back. So you can't you can't expect to grow any of these. You know, and that's the latter. You play the game. You get better at the game. You enjoy the game. You go to tr- comp. You go to trials. You say, "Let me jump into Iron Banner willingly." getting people into the playlist and keeping them there. Yeah. It's not for everybody. You're never going to have everyone playing PVP, hmm. but giving people a good experience when they get in there and give them a reason to stay.
4: See, comp was supposed to be like comp was in halo. You got to, you were, your goal was what? To get to 55, right? So you would, you would get, you would come in and get assessed after a trial set of games and then you were at 13 and that's where you were okay. in life. Hey, let's, let's go back to night demon though. Okay. Sorry. So <laughs> night demon. Yes.
6: What would you like to see improved?
0: I think maps are the key. I really do think the maps are the key because when we had so many downtimes in or lulls in destiny one, there were so many more maps or even it felt like there were so many more maps because they didn't vault any of the maps and just looking on like Looking on the Destinypedia, I think I'm counting 31 maps in total. 31. 31. And currently, How many we, we have now, Night Demon? 25. But those aren't 25 that are the same 25 that were in Destiny 1. So I think I said on our show many a times, I would like to see the ones from Destiny 1 come across and the ones that they also vaulted, which there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 that they are vaulted. So we've got Citadel, uh, Solitude, Retribution, uh, Legion's Gulch, Gambler's Ruin, Firebase Echo, Equinox, and Empire's Respite, Emperor's Respite, sorry, from Destiny 2. But like in, uh, uh, Destiny 1, we had the dungeons, we had the Drifter, which was the one on the ship that had the, um, yeah. zero gravity on it. Uh, Icarus, I don't even remember Icarus. um, Floating Gardens, The Last Exit. I remember that one because that was the really short map with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good map. Uh, Thieves' Den, uh, The Timekeeper, Asylum, Shores of Time, we've got back. Skyline, uh, Crossroads, Bastion. It. Black Shield. Uh, we've got Pantheon, Blind Watch, Firebase, Firebase Delphi. There um, you go. Yeah, we have got Cauldron, Anomaly, First Light. That was a big one, wasn't it? Sector 618 which was the PlayStation exclusive one mm-hmm. that we only had for a short time. So that there are so many ones that they could dip into and bring across because they were built for six V six. And the issue that they had with destiny two was that they built many of the maps for four V four, which is what we originally started with. And then they came a cropper when they, we all kind of went, no, we like six V six and three V three. So they're like, ah, okay. So I would like to see maps. I think, if you throw maps at people and the, the way that they're continuing to keep kind of uh, revitalizing the sandbox, I think that is, it's a good start to keep people interested in the game. And I've got faith that they will continually do it, but it's just, they need, yeah, they need to kind of put the maps in.
2: And make I got them a
3: more
1: available because are 25 maps, but they're not even available in every single playlist. No. Some Uh, players only give you. They all give you a subset of those maps, so it's not like you. It's not like I load up Control or Trials, and there's 25 maps to choose from. It's a. It's whatever the subset is. It's available in Control or Clash or Showdown or whatever it is. So it's even a smaller number in real life. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
7: No, no, you're good, man. Like, did did you already uh, speak your piece? I don't. I don't know if you did or not. Okay, I'm good. So I wanted to add on to, uh, you know, this discussion on like a the future and like what could be better and stuff like that with with your question that you had Hazel. Um, like when you look at a problem with a certain thing, you got to look at uh, what's succeeding for the other thing, right? What's succeeding right now for PVE side of it? Like, what is it about it? It's, it's the story, the lore, the feel, the, the resources poured into it and stuff like that. No. The
4: constant flow of more content, more, more spaces.
7: It has substance to it, and I think that's the big thing that 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 PVP really doesn't have. It doesn't have substance outside of, of you know, loot, right? Like some weapons, yeah. some crucible weapons, trials weapons, iron banner weapons. Okay, so that's the only thing that it has to it. To where the PVE side, you have mm. that plus more. You have story, you have content, you have a good a good thing going, and I love the PVE side. So what I'm saying is I think that maybe there needs to be, if they were to sit there and be like, hey, let's focus the the PvP side, how about we sit there and give it a bit of a story to it? Now, I'm not talking about an entire season. I know TV kind of brought that up in his uh, reaction spots. There'll never be, you know, a season of this, a season of Crucible or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I think there should be something with that there should be something like hey let's talk about shax's story let's talk about what the hell the crucible was invented for like you know what i'm saying like why why is the crucible a thing it's to sit there and train guardians to go prepare for the big fights against you know zivu and oryx and all these other bad guys right give it some substance give it some purpose and i think that would be a really good thing and then on top of it in your guys uh episode um, I, I believe it was one of your one of your callers in, or perhaps a Discord one that that sat there and talked about the open world PvP aspect. Yeah, like could you imagine how badass that would be to yeah. sit there and have an open world, a quote unquote dark zone type thing, or even in like one of the best games I played to this date, like back in the early two thousands, was Star Wars Galaxies, tour. that shit was just complete open world. If you were a rebel. And you saw an imperial, and you're both flag for PvP. You guys could duel anywhere, and all that kind of stuff. You know, it was a little bit more ruthless. And also, what about like dueling? Just just a, a simple duel. Let's let's duel each other right here. You, I don't know if you guys know World of Warcraft, but there's a dueling mechanic that you can do pretty much anywhere. Where you're just challenging the other person. Hey, let's let's practice against each other. Like, how cool would that be in the tower? And like. And wow, people would be circling around like, oh, let's watch these two duel. Like, just give it some substance, give it some variety outside of hitting the launch button, you know? Yeah. And I think that definitely brings some, some, some good. Maybe that's after the final shape. Hey, I've got a
6: quick question here because you mentioned something there about season, like a PVP focused season. Mm -hmm. How many people, just a quick yes or no, uh, would be down for a PVP season?
1: Yes. Yes. hundred percent. If Gambit can get one, PvP can get one. Yeah, definitely. Hey.
6: Okay. So fun fact. Okay. I set y'all up. So per P- per TV. He said that true PvP players don't want
7: that. Oh well, tell him to 1v1 me right now. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a duel. <laughs>
2: that's yeah, what he go. said. It's he said only. that he said I will that,
0: meet him in Iron Banner all week long.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah. But that's what he said though. He said that Like PVP players don't want that outside of a limited minority.
1: So what what was his reasoning for why not? Uh, Well, because they don't want that
6: because they know that the game is PVE focused. So to take the focus off of that would be basically.
4: All right. Well, like
6: unreasonable.
4: You're taking that out of context.
6: Oh, how am I taking it out of context? When he he, said that
4: PVP players don't want it outside of a minority of people. What he meant by that is, is we're not, we're not ball hogs. We don't want the whole game to bend to us. All we want, just throw us a bone, man. Just throw us a bone. We you
5: don't, don't, think we don't have to have a whole season that?
4: of, we don't have to have a whole season of Crucible. Yeah, just throw do. us a bone, throw us something, man. That's what but he meant by that, that statement. But wouldn't. <laughs> so you, you're you talking your out of both sides of your mouth. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, a, you, I'm just saying you, you're taking that statement he said out of context. Because he said, "Now we don't want a PvP season. Play- uh, PvP players, we don't want a PvP season. We just want a bone. Throw us a bone. That's all he said in that video, and he said it a lot."
5: Well, with that being you, said, why do we entertain the idea of a PvP season? Because <laughs> I okay, so we don't want one. <laughs> I should. no, yeah, yeah. You oh.
6: don't get one because you don't want one. There you that go. Was, what done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to participate, but 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 you know you know. So again, you know again, PVP players, you, you you guys have content. So I mean, you know, be be thankful for that. It could be worse.
2: You know, we <laughs> got
1: we got season of the Drifter. So I mean, again, I mean, using this as the example of we're going to have a season and then never think about a thing again. That's when we had a whole new game mode, four custom armor sets an entire you know armor sets and basically positions on the field built around this an entirely sec you know an entire second game mode in reckoning that they created for this with its own gear its own armor set i'm still rocking the gnawing hunger i got from that role back <laughs> when it was around last i mean whole new weapon sets whole new armor you know massive gameplay updates and that was also the season where we had the recluse the oxygen sr3 and then 21 percent delirium as our ritual weapons that's amazing. So I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, take something again, you know, I, I know they've said it, we're not doing ritual weapon. You know, we're not doing that game breaking, oh my god, you get this weapon and you one tap everybody in the crucible again. But just, I mean, you know, give me something like that. Give me something to chase. You know, give me so, you know, give me, hey, here's a limited time for this year or this season, or hey, each of these next three seasons there will be some sort of, you know, either twist on crucible or a different crucible game. You know, you know, you gave us gambit gambit prime. Give me a twist on a Crucible thing, and then give me you know, hey, my, I get my Crimson Days back. Hey, it's a season of doubles. We've got so We're gonna start with Crimson Days, hmm. and then we're gonna give you you know two or three other two you know two and two modes, or three v three, or four v four, or a crazy action sack Halo style playlist of it's you know to celebrate Guardian Games. We're gonna have you know you know insert ins your ridiculous thing here. You know, take it, run with it, make a whole theme around. Like I said, if you can do it for Gambit, you can absolutely do it for Crucible. No yeah. one says you have to participate. Mm-hmm. Nobody says you have to do this. But I mean you absolutely can and there is sort of you know a little blueprint of hey they've done it once. And I'm not saying don't do it once and then never think about it again, but hey if Gambit can have a whole season, you could absolutely do a PVP focused season with game and story elements and and new you know putting the big investment, you know that's that's the big giant, you know sign you can put on the highway going hey here's the big PVP season, here's all the new stuff you're going to get. You know in the season, in the year in the final shape, whenever they do it, here's the big bill we can put on top of it, and here's all the cool things you're going to have inside of that. And to
5: boot' still waiting for it. still waiting for that season. to boot if no, it you're was not, a though Pv- you don't if you need, need it, a though. season, how cool would it be on the PVE side to like get to know Shacks a little bit more and to do some stuff with it him exactly. and to get to know his story. Exactly.:
4: yeah. you, That's after the final shape. <laughs> no,
6: but you don't They're get gonna, it because you don't want it though.
5: But but maybe like, Shaxx will replace Raider, Zavala. With the whole Gambit and the derelict thing, like those extra activities that they did specifically mm-hmm. for Gambit, I'd be curious yeah. to see how they'd implement that for PvP. Sorry, Raider. I didn't mean to cut you off, buddy.
7: No, you can. <laughs> so maybe they will uh, replace Zavala with Shaxx. Mm. Mm. How, how, how do they
4: get Shaxx out of the, I mean, out of the game now that he's, he's spoken his last recorded? Yeah, I saw content. that. Yeah. That's
7: crazy, man. I'm curious. I, how I saw they people it. talking about AI to like send them off and all kinds of stuff like that. I don't know, man. Well, it's do you a good think it'll funny. be like a uh, uh, story? Yeah. Do you think it'll be like, oh, did you hear about did you hear about Zavala? He didn't
4: make it back from so and so. You think it'll no. be like a as matter of fact, like that? Or come on
5: now, I, I, w- I would. I'm hoping con- not. I think they have enough content to keep him as an NPC. But in terms of a story focused season or things like that. Well, that's that time's already passed. So I mean, that work's already been completed. So I think he's good just to be in the game for now.
2: Okay,
1: and and, and, and you now this is one of these, you know, unattributed. Oh, I heard someone talk about this somewhere. You know, not sourced from Bungie, but I heard someone say like, hey, you know, with voiceover work, oftentimes they will have the the actor actress who do who are doing that character sort of record a you know, sort of break glass in worst case scenario, send off for that character mm-hmm. to sort of you, you know, again, either you know because of contract negotiations or whatever else, or, you know, the untimely passing or, you know, any of those sort of, for some reason you, you know, you can't come back and sort of write your, your character out. So I'm hoping maybe there's something like that, that exists of, you know, Hey, here's where we can sort of do this and send, give him the send off that he deserves. Yeah. True. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Don't count out AI also. Hmm. That, that was our last
2: episode. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you know, I
4: hate to say that dirty word, but man, AI is amazing right now.
0: Or oh, you could just use Nolan North. <laughs>
4: you yeah. mean Oliver North?
0: Get so, dink, which, get, get, yeah. Get, I was get gonna,
4: get gonna say dink, bring, bring back bring back the ding. Bring
7: yeah, back yeah. Ollie. So right, I think oh, the Oh sorry, I'm, the, go ahead there. <laughs> one of the, the last things that we'll touch on this topic here is the dedicated server thing, because that, that's a huge thing, right? right. Like, it, Marathon's getting it, and that people off at Destiny is like, like bro, we've been waiting on this forever, like, and, and now you're doing it for your new shiny toy. If they could sit there and bring on about like dedicated servers, do you think that would reinvigorate the, the fan base for the PvP side? No.
4: No, it's too late. Uh, the, the, now, the reason, Native, if you remember seeing the, the documentary on, on how they were making Marathon... I think it was Scott Taylor who said this statement. He goes, listen, integrity is our number one thing with this game. If we can't, if we can't have integrity where there's no cheaters and people uh, lag switching or peer to peers not working correctly because you're across the country, they, he emphasized that we started with PvP integrity and then built the game around that. It's too late for Bungie. It's too, I mean, it's too late for Destiny. It's too late to do that. I think that's that writing's already on the wall. and I think that's the reason they went dedicated servers is because of that statement Scott Taylor made.
7: Do you think it's a financial thing to do the the dedicated servers, or do you think it's Bat- just Battlefield always has, had dedicated. Battlefield it, had
4: dedicated servers forever. People would try to lag switch or do something. They just run in place and you just shoot them in the head. You can try to lag switch or cheat or whatever. It's not going to affect my gameplay. I'll just shoot you in the head, and you'll just move on. If people had a bad connections, they would literally just start running in place and could do nothing in the game. That's because of dedicated servers, not peer-to-peer. Because peer-to-peer is going to affect me. All of a sudden, my packets are getting slung around because mm-hmm. of this one guy in in the the party of 12 we We're playing 6v6. His packets are messing up everybody's. You notice those long uh, join times? You know there's somebody who doesn't have a good connection. When you're trying to join a match and the screen goes black forever, before the game starts, that's because the servers are trying to collect all this information and then release it. Of all twelve, it's always a bad sign. It, yeah, it's, it's a bad not sign. Many people, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Now with dedicated servers, I mean, I'm I'm no freaking expert. I think I am after dealing with IT this week, but <laughs> you you with dedicated servers, I know this is the way it was in Battlefield. Is they had they had thirty two versus versus thirty two, and there wasn't a hiccup. There were tanks running everywhere. There were planes flying. It was total mayhem. And those servers never failed. Well, most of the time never failed. They can handle the capacity because it was all dedicated. It was all run from one central location. We're just playing a part of it. But everything has to go back to Bungie servers and then back out. And that bottleneck is what creates the issues with stability, I think, right now.
1: Yeah, so, so two things. One... Marathon has to be dedicated servers and the PvP has to be phenomenal because that's all there is. Right. There's nothing else to fall back on, for one. So it, yeah. you have to do PvP and do it right. And two, Destiny is never going to re-architect the game to dedicated servers. At best, you are on nine-year-old code, nine-year-old infrastructure. The amount of work to rewrite that, to use dedicated servers, you don't want that because it's going to be years before you get the game back to where, it w- to where it is now on dedicated servers. You're rewriting the game. That's just the old straight, new game you know.
5: at that point. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, no, yeah. No. I mean, and, and again, and this, is, and this is saying, you know, at a minimum nine years. This is assuming that, was Halo dedicated servers or was Halo peer-to-peer? Does anybody know offhand? I don't I, remember. I, I, I couldn't tell you.
5: Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. You know,
1: bare, you know, I'm saying bare yeah. minimum. 2014 is when they started. I mean, they said before, no. some, of the, some of the system in this game are from Halo. You know, some of this thing code is older, you know, God knows how many years old. If Halo was peer to peer as well, you know, it could be pieces of that they've taken and rewritten and built upon and built upon and built upon and built upon. You know, it's not like you can just rip out, you know, say, hey, we're doing dedicated servers now and have things working. You are rebuilding this game from scratch. Halo's dedicated. On the PvP side. Was, okay, that's what I had a suspicion, but I could not remember. So yeah, I mean, a marathon's going to be, because it has to be, and it's a, bra- you know, it's a 2020 era, that's when they started working on this thing. So, of course, they're going to do it right, and again, that's all there is. It has to be amazing. If the PvP sucks, it's going to bomb, and then you have no game. Destiny is, you know, they're not going to massively do a rewrite on Destiny, even if it goes on for another 10 years. The investment and the time, we as players don't want to say, they're going to say, hey guys, after the final shape three years from now, we'll have dedicated servers out. Because it's going to take us, you know, that long to rewrite all this and get it back to the point where it's working. And They're no not going to do it. until then, right? And, yeah, exactly. It's like it, it's not worth the investment. It's not worth you know rebuilding this game from the ground up to give you a thing that may or may not solve your problems. We're still going to be moaning about maps because because if you're doing that, you're not doing anything else. You're not. We're like getting new PVP stuff because there's that all has to be written and built. Mm-hmm. I mean, Destiny is going to be Destiny whether it, whether it ends after the final shape or goes on for another ten years. You know, unless they do a full on brand new game and say, hey, here's where D2 ends, here's where D3 or whatever, Destiny, Infinite, whatever begins, you know, they're not going to rip out the underlying core of this game
3: and rebuild it. I'll get off my soapbox now.
2: <laughs> no, I think I,
1: was- I, I, I've been dealing with IT and infrastructure and server and architecture all week, so my brain's sort of like in this world. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I mean, I for one appreciate that because I don't understand yeah. how a lot of that stuff works. I mean, I have an idea and I have a good intuition because I have a background in computer networking technology, but it this ins and outs. I mean, you certainly have a bit more knowledge in that area than I do, so I appreciate it.
1: Tiny bit. I'm I, I mean, no I, I'm sure the people out there going, He's entirely wrong about all the things. Oh yeah, I'm sure I am. I'm no expert, but I know just enough to be dangerous. If but if for nothing reason, I mean from a business perspective. They're going to say, we can keep going with this game. We've been running successfully for nine years and improve on it or stop and do a major rewrite that's going to take people and hours and time that you're still paying for as a company to give you, you know, do you improve all the game or do you stop, rip out all your PVP, rebuild it, and you still have to pay all those people? You still, you know, it's still time and money as a company you're spending for what? So is it worth the investment?
7: So what about this? Like the 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 lack of, of of giving to the the PVP community and stuff like this. Like we we deal with this and we we blame it on the the general population, right? Blame it on uh, the new game coming out, Marathon. Like, what if the end of the saga is the reset? Is the the, the change to something new? Is the change to to bring about dedicated servers or uh, new engines or anything like that? Has that been confirmed? That after final shape, it's going to be anything new, infrastructurally, or well, well. I mean, I mean, They basically said Destiny's
1: not over after final shape, and there's also this matter right. IP that's floating around. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, there's this matter IP which is not Marathon, it's not Destiny, it's something else. But you know, it's it, it sort of has been resurfaced in all of like the, I think like the Activision Blizzard. Uh, Microsoft buying them has sort of surfaced some of these like old emails from when the rumors of, hey, might Microsoft buy Bungie? So it's sort of like, you know, this matter IP they've been working on, which is something is out there, but we don't know what it is. You know, they've not talked about it. They, they've said, hey, it's not Marathon and it's not Destiny. It's something else. Might it be related to that. Sure. But it's something else out there that they are hmm. doing something with. Is it the TV show? Is it the you know movies? Is it a whole True. new game? You know, is it the mobile game that I keep hearing people talk about? You know, it's it's something that some part of the company is working on. So maybe that's part of it. You know, maybe that's their code name for, hey, we're we're working on Destiny 3 or whatever they call the next evolution of Destiny. I mean at some point, you, you know, hey, say our game's been out for 10 years. We've got technical debt forever. At some point it would make it easier to cut the cord and say, hey, this is where we leave the old consoles behind, this is where we up the system specs, this is where we start requiring Faster memory, faster SSDs,
7: you know, all this other stuff. You know, when when does that happen? That's what I'm curious about. Like, could that be happening in the background now?
4: Rodimus's theory that they're slowly improving the servers, right? Getting ready? No, that was mine. Rodimus was that they're improving... What was it again? Well, he said they were making slight changes every week to the server system.
1: Uh, well, whatever I mean, I, I, that means, the engine, well, whatever. You know, for what the twid was about this week, is basically saying, "Hey, there's, you know, I mean, there's this claim system. All of the ten thousand systems that power this game, and any one of them can fall over and break. So it's like, hey, we're working on all these things, keeping them up and running, while keeping this game working <laughs> and accessible for all of us, for the most part. Yeah." So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, every single day, every single week, they're working on the back end, they're working on infrastructure, they're working on stuff that we as players never see or interact with. Yep. We see, you know, you know, like they talk about this claim system, hey, I got a kill in PvP, hey, I picked a weapon, hey, I did this. All of that is all these servers on the back end doing all this stuff that we never see, but it all has to work for us to enjoy our game, to get our little, you know, our characters to move, our guns to play right, our bullets to hit. Like they're, they're always working on the stuff and improving this stuff. It's not like they're going, all right, we've turned the game on. Now we can walk away for two weeks and come back.
0: And what you've also got to consider is the fact that we still have destiny one tied to destiny two, because when the servers go down for destiny one, they also go down for destiny two mm-hmm. and vice versa. Sometimes it's, mm. I don't understand why they're still connected, but they're still connected in some way that they, if one affects the other.
3: Yeah, I think at some point we lose
1: D one, and then D two, you know, kicks the old consoles to the curb, and we see that bump. And okay, here's the new thing: you're gonna need to have the new stuff to play it. You
5: we're better have a hundred gigs.
1: People. We're, we're, we're <laughs> gonna start cutting. We're gonna start cutting off the old people. And I was just reading today. You know, PC games are starting to say you need to have SSD memory. I mean, honestly, you're not buying a new computer today running on old spinning rest hard drives. You're just not. It's you know, you sort of have to work to find those. Like. At, you know, we're still supporting. I mean, what the PS4 and like Xbox, like the original Xbox One, can yeah. still play Destiny Two. I mean, put that next to a Series X. Put you know the PS4. Or I don't know all the various PS4 you know PlayStation versions. Put that next to the five and the six or whatever when that comes out and saying you know this can play the same thing. Your blazing PC and your ten year old ancient PC can play the same game. It's not the same experience, but you no, can absolutely no, no. still play it. As someone was going to say. you you know, you can't do this anymore. We're going to have to move that, that, you know, minimum requirements to be a lot more modern to let us do all the things we want to do. Looking at you vault space.
5: (laughs) I wanted to quickly revisit a question that Hazel had asked me earlier uh, in regards to what Bungie could do to make PVP feel better for me specifically, even where I had answered a higher pop going to reconsider that answer. Um, I just had the new answer on the tip of my tongue, and it's gone. Welcome to my world. (laughs) (laughs) Lower population. You decide. You want fewer people. It's just if it's
1: just you, it'll be perfect. You're the only. no. (laughs) (laughs) we're
5: all getting older, sweaty. Oh gosh, I'm fading.
1: <laughs>
6: nah, it's contagious. I, mean, I, was it's
5: holding, a line. I was holding on to it too. That, that was my problem. I was holding on. It was like, don't forget it. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. <laughs> notepad, bro. Notepad. That's what I did. Yeah. I pulled out my
7: notepad. I started typing it before I forget. Uh, <laughs> I need
1: to start doing that.
4: It'll come to back that. to
7: me. It'll come back to me. I'll fix it in post. It'll be fine. It'll be flawless. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll edit that. It.
5: I'll edit that. Yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I think we wrapped up pretty much the show topic. We've, uh, we've talked about it a bit. Um,
5: before we do
7: end this and any closing thoughts for you guys I'm, I'm not trying to cut it off or anything like that but I did want to get to these questions that Raf asked because I promised him that they would get answered he did it via the, the YouTube live we do have questions from the discord but we're going to save those for the next show but uh, we have to get to these especially with our primary guests here with Hazel and Gator um, the first one from Raf: question for Hazel Will you ever not argue like a married couple with Gator? No.
6: Well, I mean, only if he ever, you know, just agrees with me
4: blindly. Which is (laughs) never going to happen, so there you go, Raffy.
7: That sounds like a married couple.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
6: not going to say you're wrong. (laughs) I'm not going to say you're right. (laughs) No, I was talking to a native, not you. Oh,
7: sorry. Married couple. (laughs) again.
6: Native's like, I've had this conversation.
5: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then Rafi driving in a question for Native. Uh, when I visit my family in Cali, when will we hang out, Brosiv? As soon as you land, I'll pick you
7: up. <laughs> I got you. I'll pick you up from the airport in Ontario, LAX, or even Vegas, which is closer-ish, traffic-wise. I got you. All right, we'll get to the other uh, Discord questions on our next episode. But first, closing th- thoughts, gentlemen, on like everything that we discussed here: uh, PvP, the future, the current state. Like, please let's go around the table real quick before we get to our announcements. Well, starting with you, Hazel, okay. up top top left.
2: All right, um,
6: I want to say. I mean, the future. Yeah, well, I mean. Not to be funny, but I mean, it can go nowhere but up. So okay. here's hoping that it does and that, you know, that people enjoy the ride.
5: Mm. Trust the process. And not the,
6: yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Trust Bungie. Um, and here's hoping that um, the PvP players don't get
3: uh, the the season that they want. So, or don't want
4: gator everyone needs to especially your veterans that are among us need to remember why we played this game originally the magic about it that made it such a great game and why we still play it today and just to be good to your guardians out there man all this slander and calling out people and why 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 i don't understand it's why i say it at the end of our show be good to your guardians out there we're all in this together you know and as far as the future of PvP, I think Hazel said it. Damn, did I disagree with Hazel? It can go nowhere but
7: up. Mm. I'll leave it at that. And our two additional guests that crashed the party here. Parody. <laughs> uh, I would just like to say, remember, it can go down.
1: Look at Gambit <laughs> as your guide. Not hey, the two to be maps. that guy. But I'm no. just, we, we've got yeah, three games that hasn't existed so for years. It warms my heart starting this season and stepping foot onto Titan going, well, I've been here for months. I feel right at home. This is just a Gambit map. We're just here hanging out. But seriously, I mean, it's a game. We play it to have fun. Mm-hmm. We play it to relax. We play it to hang out with our friends. We play it to, you know, turn our brains off and get away from life. Or we play it to say, I met lovely people who live across the country and across the world. And I can say, I can put a fire team together between the US, the UK, and Australia and go really test these servers and see what happens. Bring that into <laughs> trial. Have a good time with it. Play the friend game, play the fashion game. If you're not enjoying it, there's other games. Destiny will be there. It will be fine. You know, just, you know, it, it, it's this point, you know, just the toxicity. This is what turns people off. This is, you know, if you're saying, why are people not playing? You know, there there was someone in the Reddit going, Hey, is it like this every week? I just came to the game. I picked up, you know, I saw it on steam, picked up, played through the new light campaign, really enjoyed it. Said, let me go look for communities. Oh my God. I walked into this toxic, you know, mud throwing fest. (laughs) It's a game. Just take a breath and relax. There's plenty of other games. No one, you know, no one's going to hunt you down and go, you didn't put your 20 hours into destiny this week. It's a game. Take (laughs) a breath. I'll Relax. That, okay. that is correct. Night, you know, <laughs> uh, unless you're on a podcast, yeah, even, it, you know yeah. your, your show editor will hunt you down and say, listen, we have a show to put out. But beyond that, you're good to go. So don't be a content creator for a game if you don't want to go enjoy and play the game.
0: And I will just say that I've already bought my ticket for the hype train. I am sitting, waiting at the station for August <laughs> 22nd, and I know Bungie are going to deliver, and it's going to blow everybody out of the water and everybody's going to turn their, their their cars around and go okay we're going back on that train and we're going to go back down here and it's going to be amazing because uh, they're bringing back Cade as well come on you know there must be something fantastic going on with the final shape and the future of Destiny they're not just going to announce you know game stuff I think it's going to be f- stuff that they actually partner up with for, with Sony for you know films and other media it's going to be fantastic and we're all going to lose our stuff and it's going to be amazing.
6: I hope we find it. But what? Our stuff.
0: Okay. Th- that no, we lost. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it it's doesn't like matter. Our, no, it doesn't matter. It's like our vault exploding in Destiny One. We get it all back at some point.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we get our negativity back. I understand. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah.
1: A year from now, we'll be right back
0: here. Meet you. Meet you all back here. We set our watches. You know, we will be back here and we will talk about how the community's blown up again because they're upset. Same bat
6: time, same Uh bat channel.
0: It will be all the Gambit mains that'll be upsetting it this time next year. (laughs) Harry will be leading the charge. (laughs) I want my reckoning back. Give me me my reckoning. Give me
3: my
1: Gambit Prime. Give me my my four different classes. Come on.
4: Bungie goes. uh, Destiny goes through these these seasons. We're just in that one season that everyone's doing the same thing they did a year ago, and the year before that, and the year before that this is
1: what it is.
7: It's a good season right now, though.
1: Season, season deeps
4: nice. Oh, a
7: good
1: season. Go okay. to the helm, look at some fish, take a deep breath. Go, go find one of Froggy's videos where he goes and you know swims through all the fish out of bounds. Just, just deep breath. Enjoy the callous bobblehead. Just you know, deep breath. Enjoy the water. Enjoy the fishes. Sweaty, so what you got?
5: Well. Right now, PvP ain't doing it for you. Rating is a real good time. <laughs> um, the future of Destiny 2 PvP. Of course, it can only go up from here. I think what the community at large, just, again, personal opinion, is we have to really temper our expectations. And perhaps not be so entitled to whenever things don't go our way. Um, Now, of course there is a certain, whenever Bungie says it themselves, it makes it a little bit more difficult that way. But, you know, I think that our our expectation level should just probably start to come down a little bit so we can allow ourselves to be surprised when that one good thing does pop and then we can really notice it. And we can still lower our expectations still enjoy to play the game, then why are we getting so worked up to begin with? Because honestly, I'm just here to have some fun, man. I like shooting stuff and I like making friends. That's basically why I play this game. Um, If I'm not having fun, either by shooting stuff, if I'm not having fun, either by making friends, go somewhere else for the time being, I'll come back because Destiny will still be here.
7: Beautiful, bro. I love that. No, that was good. Uh, for myself, closing thoughts, future of uh, PvP, um, bro, It's. I'm still having fun in it, to yeah. be honest. And if you're not, maybe you just need to get better, perhaps. Maybe that's <laughs> a thing. Maybe improve your skill. Maybe get in there a little bit more. It's up to you. Why are you but, looking at Hazel? I hope Grenader Jake is listening
5: <laughs> to that. Just take some Crucible <laughs> and pump fun. some Crucible Iron, okay? <laughs> yeah, or just play titan and have fun and have one
7: or four drinks like it's up to you um yeah. but i enjoy it man like I, I still enjoy it i don't understand the exact big blemish that's put on the pvp side i understand let's get a new map let's get something new but i'm still very very well enjoying it maybe you play it too much like what he said go go hit another game and I guarantee you probably go to another game, and you would probably be like, "Damn, man! Like, I kind of want to, kind of want to play Destiny again. This, this is kind of ass, you know? <laughs> like, it's up to you. But I'm enjoying it. That's it. I can only look up.
5: Yeah, I end up missing that uh, optimal three tapping, you know, TTK on a hand can. I'm like, that satisfaction dopamine hit hasn't hit in a while. This. I I need to do that again. Let's go play some control or something. (laughs)
7: Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and run into announcements real quick. Scrims next Sunday, 6 PM Pacific standard time. Uh, Join up in the 100.io, but on discord, Um, we're going to try to keep this a running thing on Sundays and throughout the weekend, but we're going to try to keep this running thing. Uh, website and merch shop was delayed a little bit, but will be up soon and we'll announce you, or we'll announce it via the announcement channel in the Discord. We'll also be announcing the time and details of our next Trivia Night. Me and um, Fluffy will be hosting it again this season, and it's going to be open to the public this time.
2: Mm.
7: Open to the Discords. Open to the Owl Sector Alliance. But more details are to come. There will be a prize. Actually, have the prize in the drawer right now, so uh, yeah, that's coming and it's gonna be fun. And we're gonna do a two rounder this time, and there's not just gonna be like text questions, there'll also be audio, there'll be videos, kind of like your typical daily doubles and that. So it's gonna be fun.
5: Well, ladies and gentlemen, there it is, there it was. That is episode 22 in the books. But before we go, we would like to give our guests a little bit of the spotlight. So let's start with. Gator and Hazel, if you guys could give your details to the listener where they can find you, and then following that we'll do the same with parody and Night Demon. We're two dads. We love the game of Destiny,
6: uh, that kind of thing. And if you want to hear hot takes arguing by old dads um, you know check us out at GuardianDowncast.com
4: Well said. Where can they find you though, Hazel?
6: Oh, well, yeah. You can find me uh, anywhere and everywhere, quick and easy. Um, Hazel NT in all the places except for Twitch, where I never stream anymore. And it's the Hazel NT.
4: Gotta like that branding. Uh, I am Todd the Gator. That's 2Ds, G A T R. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on YouTube. I have a channel. I uh, make videos for people who are trying to figure out all the little things in this game called Destiny 2 that we all love. And I have some opinion pieces. I have short clips, uh, YouTube shorts of our podcast, Guarding Downcast. All of our podcast episodes are out also on that channel as well. So it's t- at Todd the Gator if you're going to YouTube Direct. And I have another podcast called The Destiny Help Desk that does the very same thing that my YouTube channel does, but in an audio form. For those of you who don't have time to watch videos... And just want to listen to something while at work. So check it out.
1: We do what they do, except we have a British guy and a guy who shouts more. <laughs> and so, And we've also cornered the market. Just go go to, to a search box, type in Two Titans and the Hunter, you'll find the show. You'll see the lovely Neon Dragons. We've actually paid everyone to direct you to our show first and then find the rest of the shows. <laughs> it was a this lot of true. money. The the, the, the conversions in the British pounds, it, it, took, it took some work, but we, we got it done. <laughs>
5: He's not lying. He's not. It's actually
2: true. (laughs) (laughs) They
4: have the Google juice.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: All, All credit to the British man who makes this show possible every single week and continues to pump out those videos, who has a mind like a steel trap and knows everything and all the things. He has a rotation list. He has enough to wrangle a respawn. And if you can do that for like three years... I mean, I think he's just the oh, yes. child at
0: this point. Just don't tell my wife it's four years. Just, we, would <laughs> never,
1: we, we would never. We, we've been doing this for like two or three weeks. Tops, yeah. promise.
6: Does that look worse on Respawn or worse on Night Demon for putting up with each other though?
1: Well, just remember, I mean, Saladin is Night Demon's exterior, but Retal spawns interior. So they're actually one and the same person. It just depends <laughs> on the day.
3: <laughs>
1: That's amazing. No, but this has been a blast. Thank, thanks for, for letting us crash. Uh, since this yeah. is international, and you need to record a Destiny podcast on Thursday night. I appreciate you letting us come and, and crash the party. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, so you, we actually just, you know, we have the surveillance set up on Gator's house. So we just need to know we have Respawn drive by, update
0: the cameras, move them around periodically so we know what he's up to so we can go find him. That's <laughs> all. For Spooks and Native for our podcast, how would people find you?
5: Mm, Mr. Native Raider I think he's got a good answer for this
7: On the internet? The website Is that what
2: this is? Wait,
7: wait, that's amazing The interweb? It starts with www.something letters and then ends with a .com (laughs) No, I'm not announcing the website yet (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> because it has too many dashes and too many different things that make it look like a like a horrible spam like i'm gonna about to hack your ass eat like a url <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> until <laughs> i lock down that url That's which is dangerous. hopefully coming soon it was supposed to be today unfortunately it wasn't but yeah uh you can find us on here, YouTube. If you're watching, <laughs> you can find us on any podcast networks, the Discord, and all that kind of good stuff. Absolutely,
5: cool. Yeah, if you're looking for the show, you can find us um, just by searching up the Blueberry Lounge and Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Really, any kind of a podcast catcher that's out there. I'm pretty confident that we're um, pushed out to all the, all of the platforms. Um, yeah, I hope that answers the question. you're looking for us just hit us up in discord all right spooks where can people find you well this is sweaty spooks ending with a z as in zulu or zebra or zebra uh you can find me um at sweaty underscore spooks at either twitch twitter youtube um or you can reach out to me in the discord
7: we go you can find me pretty much all the same places that's n8iv space r8r uh yeah that's pretty much it
5: well ladies and gentlemen there you have it episode 22 and with our closing statement may your stars be bright and your ghosts sharp guardians take care of each other out there
0: There you go, we we managed to crash one podcast, or two podcasts in one, and we've come back over here now to tell you what's happening this week in Bungie? This week in Destiny! Hello and welcome to the seventh week of Season 21, Season of the Deep, starting on July 4th, 2023. So for week seven, let's kick things off with our legacy rotation, starting with the Forsaken expansion. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a strong Curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in Ria Silvia and has the Dark Monastery mission for the next week. The Blind World features Taken enemies and the plague Aina The Ascendant Challenge this week will be Ouroborra, which can be located over in the Aphelion's Rest Lost Sector on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is in the Deep. The Trove Guardian is located in the Hellmouth, the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare Resortle in Sorrow's Harbour. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Tanix, Isolation Zydron, Servitude and Gaul Rage. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Praxis the Technocrat will be the Empire Hunt, Cadmus Ridge will be the Eclipse Zone and the Exo Challenge will be Safeguard. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, we have the Loot Rotation for Dares of Eternity which will be on week 3's rotation with the Scathorn Armour set and the Lightkin armor set being available. The weapons available this week are the Kinetic Rapid Fire Frame Auto Rifle Chroma Rush, the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Grenade Launcher Ignition Code, the Void Rapid Fire Frame Pulse Rifle Grid Skipper, the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Sidearm Farewell, the Solar Pinpoint Slug Frame Shotgun Sonja's Tail, the Void Rapid Fire Frame Machine Gun Shattered Cipher, the Arc Position Frame Fusion Rifle Main Ingredient, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle Long Shadow, the Arc Homelon Adaptive Frame Sidearm Last Dance, the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Shotgun Toil and Trouble, the Solar Rapid Fire Frame Shotgun Wishbringer and the Void Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle Last Perdition. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen Weekly Story mission is The Ritual where the modifier is Fire Pit as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Alter of Reflections Choice and Alter of Reflection Insight. The Whirlspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne Word weapon Veritas Armour and a Weapon Pattern as its rewards. For the delightful expansion, the weekly mission is no time left with Barrett and Unstoppable Champions, Locked Loadouts at Legend difficulty and higher, Void Threat, Void and Strand Shields, Pestilence, Arc and Strand Surge with overcharged machine guns and galvanized on hero difficulty only. The Partition mission will be Hard Reset, Contest Mode enabled with Barrett and Unstoppable Champions, Arc Threat, Scorched Earth, Pestilence and Martyr modifiers, Arc and Strand Shields with Void and Strand Surges. And the Vex Incursion this week will be Liming Harbour. In addition, the weekly Lightfall Reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drop for the Node Override Avalon Exotic Mission on the EDZ. For the Season of the Deep, the featured Fishing Pond will be on the EDZ. Raids & Dungeons The Root of Nightmares Raid Challenge this week is the third encounter, Macrocosm, called Cosmic Equilibrium. Players must swap all of the Dark Planets to the left side of the room and all of the Light Worlds to the right. The King's Ray Challenge this week is the second encounter, Warpriest, called Devious Thievery. Players must steal the Brand of the Initiate within a couple of seconds of taking the Brand Claimers buff. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Rok, called Looping Catalyst. This is where Guardians must not lose the Leeching Force before the damage phase. The Vault of Glass Challenge this week is the third encounter, Templar, called Out of Its Way where you must keep the Templar from teleporting. The Deepstone Crit Challenge this week is the second encounter, A-Trax 1, called Copies of Copies, where you must not send any A-Trax 1 replicant debuffs into the airlock slash space. And the Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Sanctified Mind, called Zero to 100, where you must fully fill each Conflux with 30 motes within 10 seconds of initially banking the first set of motes. Your pinnacle raid will be the last wish over on the Dreaming City, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Kali, called Summoning Ritual. Players must activate and cleanse all 9 plates, then kill all 9 knights and ogres before damaging Kali. The second encounter, Shirochi, called Witch Witch. Guardians must not get hit or take damage from Shirochi's Arc Blast. The third encounter, Morgoth, called Forever Fight. Players must not kill the small ogres during the encounter. The fourth encounter, Vault, called Keep Out. Guardians must ensure that no might of Riven Knights make it to the centre chamber during the Vault fight. And the fifth encounter, Riven, called Strength of Memory, where Guardians must not shoot the same Riven Eye twice. Also, with the last witch being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic heavy fusion rifle 1000 Voices. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the duality over on the Derelict Leviathan on the Moon. Next up, Challenges. Frontline Salvager 7. Complete three salvage or deep dive activities whilst wearing Season the Deep armor. Additionally, defeat 10 bosses and mini-bosses anywhere in the system for challenge XP plus. Salvage Legend. Complete salvage on legend difficulty Four challenge XP plus. Salvage Munitions. Defeat 300 targets with seasonal weapons. Defeated guardians or combatants defeated in salvage or deep dive activities grant additional progress for challenge XP plus. Fleeting Glory. Complete group matches in the competitive playlist and bonus progress for wins for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. High Value Hunter Defeat powerful combatants in Gambit and bonus progress for defeating high value targets for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. And Grand Master Complete any Nightfall Strike on Grand Master for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Hello! As a reminder, your daily loss Sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields Champions and exotic armour you will find inside. But if you're new to the game or using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it sharp on your map as a Legend Slash Master, which you can either do solo or with a fire team. But you will only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday, July 4th will be Vel's Labyrinth on the Cosmodrome for exotic boots, Arc Threat, Void and Arc Surges, Arc and Solar Shields, Fire Pit Modifier with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Wednesday, July 5th will be Exodus Skyland 2A on the Cosmodrome for Exotic Gauntlets, Void Threat, arc and Void Surges, Void Shields, Scorched Earth Modifier with Barret and Overload Champions. Thursday, July 6th will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon for Exotic Chess, Void Threat, Arkham Strand Surges, Ark Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Machine Guns with Barrett and Unstoppable Champions. Friday, July 7th will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for Exotic Helmets, Ark Threat, Arkhan Strand Surges, Solar Shields, Hot Knife Modifier, Overcharged Glaives with Barrier and Overload Champions. Saturday July 8th will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon for Exotic Boots. Void Threat, Arkan Void Surges, Arkhan Solar Shields, Hot Knife and Chafe Modifiers, Overcharged Sniper Rifle with Barrier and Overload Champions. Sunday, July 9th will be the K1 Communion on the Moon for Exotic Gauntlets, Solar Threat, Arkham Strand Surges. Solar and Void Shields Arachno modifier Overcharged Linear Fusion Rifle with Barrier and Overload Champions And finally, background to Monday July 10th will be Sepulchre on the Throne World for Exotic Chess Solar Threat Arkham Strand Surges Arkham Solar Shields Fire Pit modifier Overcharged Fusion Rifle with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions Lead the way The Grandmaster Nightfall selection node returns this week, bringing with it our 7th featured Nightfall of the season which will see us face off against Setkiss Prime in the Devil's Lair Nightfall over on the Cosmodrome. Where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Ingram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall is free to play. You will be able to earn high end gear for your characters including the Nightfall Featured Weapon, Exotic Gear, Enhancement Cores, Enhancement Prisms, Ascendant Shards and Adept Nightfall Ciphers. The higher the Nightfall difficulty the more common the drop will be, with the Featured Weapon and Exotic Gear being uncommon at Hero difficulty, to be in common with Ascendant Shards in Garanda Masters. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 4 Barrier and 8 Overload Champions with 5 Solar, 8 Void and 17 Arc Shields. Masters will have 4 Barrier and 15 Overload with 5 Solar, 8 Void and 8 Arc Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1765. Matchmaking is available. Enemies have extra shields. Champion's Foe, you will face Barrier and Overload Champions. You can either use intrinsic exotics, use a subclass debuff or unlock Anti-Champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Arc Threat – 25% increase to incoming arc damage. Arachno – When defeated, Fallen Vandals spawn web mines at their feet. Overcharge Weapons – Weapons overcharged from the Seasonal Artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic Weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches an active Surge. Arc Surge – 25% bonus to outgoing arc damage. Strand Surge – bonus to outgoing strand damage. Overcharged linear fusion rifle, 25% bonus damage with linear fusion rifles. Galvanized, combat to have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend difficulty, maximum effective level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment locked, you will be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts. Master difficulty, maximum effective level 1820, includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. Champion's mob. This difficulty adds more champion enemies. Togetherness. Base health regen is reduced. If near another player, health regen is increased. Grandmaster difficulty. Maximum effective level 1815. Includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. Join in progress disabled. Extinguish. If your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. Limited revives. Gain additional revives by defeating champions, up to a maximum of 20. Contest Mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge and Chafe, radar is disabled. To Combat Champions this season you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of Intrinsic Anti-Champion Artifact Mods which are Anti-Barrier Auto Rifle, Overload Scout Rifle and Overload Trace Rifle. You also have exotic weapons and armour that can help with Intrinsic Mods as well. For Anti-Barrier, the Kinetic Bow Wish Ender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle Arbalest, the Kinetic Pulse Rifle Revision Zero, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon Val, Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword the Lament, and the Titan Gauntlet Second Chance, which gain a second charge of a Shield Throne Melee, which becomes Shield Piercing and stuns Barrier Champions. And for Overload the Void Energy Bow Monarch, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun Thunderlord, and the Warlock Exotic Boots the Secant Filaments which when you drop an Empowering Rift, any weapon that is fired from inside the well can cause an Overload Champion to be stunned. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the kinetic adaptive frame sidearm, the Buzzard. The Buzzard has a base impact of 49, a range of 36 and stability of 67. It can roll with Frenzy, the Rangefinder and Kinetic Tremors. With Pulse Monitor, Perpetual Motion and Overflow. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a Champion you partially refill the magazine, a health regen and improve your recovery for a short duration, and Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health. Lord Jack brings Momentum Control to the Crucible for the seventh week of the season. Momentum Control is a 6v6 PvP mode, which is a variation on the regular Control mode, where every weapon is significantly higher in lethality, meaning that you can take out your opponents much faster than normal. Respawns are instant and defeating enemy players in momentum control will grant faster regeneration on your melee, grenade and super. Players get increased damage resistance when they activate a super to help counteract that little bit of extra damage that the guns give out. The mode also has increased capture speed on points and radar is removed for every player. Achieve victory by capturing zones and defeating opponents. And Clash will be returning this week in the Relentless Crucible playlist. Clash is a 626 PVP mode where level advantages are disabled. Points are gained through scoring kills against the opposing team. Players are not penalised for a lone map control and can bunker down together or fan out as they see fit. Strengthening numbers is paramount as a lone player can be picked off very quickly by a team shooting enemies. Heavy ammo can swing the balance of a match, so controlling the box can be the key to winning. Super usage both offensively and defensively is one way to break the deadlock. Deal. Trials of Osiris Dominion will be back once again at the weekend with some new rewards for players who do make it to the lighthouse and open the chest. These include the Hero's Wake Exotic Ghost Shell, the Valiant Memory Exotic Ship, the Survivor's Journey Exotic Sparrow and the new Trials Shader Glorious Platina. Trials of Osiris Dominion is a 3v3 PVP high stakes game mode with a twist of capturing points. In Dominion two teams of three go head to head in a battle for control of a capture point. Teams can either work together to capture the control point or eliminate the enemy team to win the round. Only available from Friday Reset until Tuesday Weekly Reset, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought-after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a Passage Card, a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, masterwork material and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of seven games won and no losses. Five round wins will bag you the match for your passage card. By competing in trials you do have a chance to pick up two pinnacle engrams from playing each week, one from 50 round wins and the other from winning seven games. These do not have to be done all in one go but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset.
2: That is amazing.
0: Plus next week you can enjoy bonus reputation all week long in Crucible, Gambit and Vanguard Ops playlists. Bonus rewards in Nightfalls and bonus exotic fish drop rates at all fishing locations to celebrate Bungie Day. And that's it for the seventh week of Season of the Deep. Guardian down. You know what happened last week in the twid, because the guys went over it. So that was it. So this week, there's an update on game stability and the next steps. Next week is Lucky Week in Fishing. Uh, I was thinking of you when I read this, I thought parody will like lucky week in fishing cuz that's good. There's the final round of drowning in the drip, the current prime gaming drops extended to July 19th, the community emblem competition which we've already kind of gone over at the beginning, and the latest update from the player support team or as we like to call him parody, and um, the art and movies of the week. So there's an update on game stability and next steps. Now, there's a lot of jargon in this and parody has taken the time and understood every single word of it, he's going to break it all down for you right now. Go.
1: Uh, things are broken. Things are fixed. We're going to work on them. Now, I mean, basically, you know, Bungie goes into, you know, you know. to be fair, the community has been saying, tell us what's wrong with the servers. Tell us why things are bad. You know, what's happening? And Bungie's going, well, here you go. Here's, here's improving our infrastructure. And they go and talk about this whole claim system. Basically, the claim system is there's a ton of information that has to happen for you to play this game. You know, you sit at your keyboard or in your controller, and you're moving your character, and you're jumping, and you're shooting, and you're getting kills, and you're picking up glimmer, and you're interacting with the game world. All that information has to go somewhere. All that has to go from from you know the device, the console, the computer you're playing on, back to but you know back to Destiny servers. That has to live somewhere in a database. It has to get stored. It has to get processed, and then it has to show something on your HUD. Oh hey, you got a kill. Here's the numbers popping up. You picked up Glimmer. We have to add that Glimmer to your you know set of things. Hey, you you went to the store and or picked up something in front of your postmaster. We have to move that from this spot to this spot and update your character, and make sure that it's listed in your vault. All these things, basically, it's a ton of information that has to happen and it has to be processed. And basically, they're working you know, they're working on the system because there's just a ton of stuff happening where they're seeing lag in all these communications. You can sort of think about this if you're on, you know, I'll use Discord as an example. We're gamers. You're probably in a Discord server somewhere. You're in your Discord server. You've got messages. You've got channels. You've got voice chats. It's not just your Discord server. It's everybody's Discord server. Millions and millions of people on millions and millions of Discord servers sending millions and millions of messages. And Discord is keeping track of all of these. When I DM Night Demon, it's not sending it to respawn. When I'm talking to groups, it's just the three of us. It's just the three of us. Everybody can't see those. It's keeping track of a massive mind-blowing amount of information. And it has to do it very, very quickly. Because when I I go shoot, you know, when I'm running with Night Demon in the Iron Banner and I'm shooting somebody, I want to see those numbers. I want to see the damage. I want to see his health bar go down. That's all data that has to happen. And it has to happen with all the players and all the matches and all of the game. And what Bungie is basically saying is, this process is getting slow, you know, they're seeing some errors. You know, if you're processing trillions or millions or billions or whatever of messages in a day, some of them are gonna fail for any number of reasons. Oh, you're on a computer and your power went out, you lost your internet connection, oh your your console crashed, oh someone you know, tripped over the router and unplugged in your house, you lost your connectivity. Any number of reasons in any part of the system, something can break. And basically what they're saying is the claim system should sort of heal itself. You know, there's multiple versions of all these things. There's all these different servers, all these different databases. And going, hey, if one fails, another one should pick up and do the job. Well, it is, but it's not doing it as quickly as they'd like. And that's what leads to errors. When you start seeing the errors, it's basically the game going, hey, we had an error. We're trying to recover from it. We couldn't. So I'm going to kick you to orbit because I, I basically don't know what's happened. I sort of have to just stop and say, things are broken. I need to stop and sort of reset and then say... Let me reconnect you to the game. Let me catch up with all these messages and all these errors I'm trying to process. Great. Now let me go and put you back. That's why when you get kicked out, you know, but, but you got your rewards, you might log back into the game and it'll say, oh, hey, here's your rank up. Hey, here's that emblem or engram that dropped. Hey, here's the thing you should have gotten before you got kicked. That's the game catching up and, and self-correcting in the background as it's doing all this.
0: Yeah. And given the due, I mean, they do say that in preparation for Lightfall, and future releases they made a, a big effort to kind of back up that infrastructure and and work on updating that claims uh system and i mean they were right i mean lightfall and the root of nightmares world first race was uh, a fantastic job i mean if we remember the the previous raid there were so many crashes there were so many bugs there were so many issues with it was it was a, a little bit of a failure for the amount of errors that were going on in that world's first race, and then further on into the game, so whatever they did with the systems for you know Lightfall and the Root of Nightmares raid had improved, but they they say that you know in updating it and making it better, they have identified more errors in the claim system, which they are actively working on day in day out to try and fix and that's why you're seeing a lot more error codes and a lot more things happening in the background. So it's it's just an ongoing thing of them trying to update it and get us all back working smoothly, I guess.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. It's, I mean, it's, it's just like any big, massively you know, complex... You get, again, just you know, to log in and to, and to do anything, to get to the tower in Destiny 2, it's a ton of information that has to get processed and it has to go right. So and again, they're you know they're adding stuff to the game. They're constantly tweaking. They're constantly fixing. They're constantly building stuff. Things are going to you know things are going to break. You push you know you push new code into the game. Some of that code tends to be bugs. Maybe it's a big major thing, or maybe it's just a small tiny little thing. Hey, in this certain you know certain combination of weapons and perks, and it does this thing, and that interact with this other thing, and that's you know leads to big problems. So basically, you know, hey, they're basically saying. We're improving it. And what's their plan again? People are going, tell us us what you're going to do. Tell us the solution. Well, here's the road ahead. You know, big thing is, hey, we're going to improve the game. Just like they have done for the last nine years, they're going to keep doing that. And they've got two big key milestones over the next two seasons. So, I mean, ongoing is just basically, you know, they use a lot of words to say, we're going to keep working on the game. We're going to improve procedures. We're going to improve our response times. Is it recovery? Basically, try to get the game back up when it goes down because they said that's part of what's led to the longer maintenance windows is basically you know, the game gets to the point where you know they, they say like you know we try to do sort of these rolling research which is basically you've got 50 servers you know processing logins or whatever well if two of those servers are down you can take those two servers down you still got 48 good servers it's going to be slower you're going to see an impact but it'll still work and they're saying sometimes it gets to the point where they have to take the whole game down you know Turn it back on. Turn it off and back on again. Your computer starts acting up. Sometimes you just gotta turn it off, start fresh, then you can get back to a state where it works. Versus trying to sort of have it limp along. So I mean, that's what they're gonna do is just continue working on it. We're gonna get a mid-season patch this season in twenty-one update seven one five, which they say has you know target improvements for logging and alerting. Basically, hey, when there's a problem, they can diagnose the issue more quickly with the claim system and other systems, so they know hey, not just something went wrong, but This is what went wrong, and now how? Here's how we can go fix it. So again, they're trying to you know minimize our downtime, minimize um, you know us having to wait for them to fix things. And then with the season 22 launch update 7.2.0, they're basically putting a large bunch of improvements to improve the quote self healing ability. So again, that's when you know errors start happening. The system is able to sort of heal itself. Say, hey, you've got these two servers that are acting up out of your pool of fifty. Let's take those out. Let's you know make the fixes, get them back into service. Hey, these things are failing over here because we're trying to route through a server in Chicago that's not responding. Let's make that happen quicker. You know, and they get that back up and running. You know, there's all these things happening in the background. This huge complex network of systems. It's basically let's find ways you know to to make the system self heal and to build in more redundancy. And they're basically saying, you know, we're doing a bunch of other fixes, um, you know, to sort of prevent that chance of the death spiral of basically the system slowing down as the messages of failure build up. That's when they have to turn things off. They also start talking about chaos testing, which is basically when you let respawn loose in your data center. Now, <laughs> chaos testing is, is, is sort of basically just that. You know, you can you can test and you can write test plans and say, here's all the things we think could go wrong. Well, chaos testing sort of takes that and goes, expect the unexpected what happens if suddenly the West coast is inaccessible? Like there's a major internet outage and you can't get to anything on the West coast, you know, or Hey, what if, you know, we have a whole bunch of things, you know, basically, what if something completely unexpected happens or a big piece of your network is not responding or what's running at like, you know, one, one gigabit per second speed suddenly drops to a quarter of that or a half that, you know, it's just basically let's throw random combinations of problems at our system and see how does it respond? and then figure out how can we protect against that you know what redundancies what fixes can we build in so when chicago goes offline when somebody cuts through a fiber optic cable to a major data center in the east coast that you know the east coast isn't suddenly without you know servers for a day or something you know it's basically let's let's try to expect the unexpected and then build around that and then finally in the season 23 launch with update 7.3.0 Basically, they say, hey, based on the work we did in the last two big updates and the two big patches, looking at in deeper and broader architectural improvements, basically saying, you know, we, we built in a bunch of extra logging, so we'll have a much better idea of where things are failing, why they're failing, and how they're failing. Now we can much better build fixes for, hey, we know exactly what the problem is. Now we can go build targeted fixes to address those problems. Not that it won't make new problems, but it'll give us a much better, more robust system. And we'll go back to the good days of, They take the the game off for maintenance, they do their fixes, they push the new stuff, they bring it back up, and we're in a much better spot. So that's
0: making the game better, and now we can go feel lucky and fish, Night Demon. I know, I I was really surprised about this, that that all the fishing ponds next week to celebrate Bungie Day are going to be lucky. And what does that actually mean? Well, for one week, Nessus, the EDZ, and the Throne World will have bonuses that double the exotic fish catch rate. Even though I still think the EDZ is still going to be the featured fishing pond next week. So if you need to finish up your triumphs, they say that triumph, but there are many triumphs to catch fish this season. And I can attest to that. It's just ongoing. I just keep keep fishing, just keep fishing, and just keep fishing. And those bars just don't fill up. It still says I need a billion more fish. But hey, for next week, I'm getting... Double the exotic fish, right? So, hopefully, that'll progress my fishing bars somewhere. So that's cool. Are you enjoying your fishing? Do you love your fishing?
1: I, I, I'm enjoying my fishing. It's it's an absolutely free source of more of more loot, more exotics, and more legendary gear by just hanging around. And you know, it, it, I don't think it's a great time to be, hey, if you're trying to watch some YouTube videos or learn how to do something else in the game, load up a couple of those in your tabs, watch those watch Fallout yeah. plays next, you know, 50 games or something video, and just fish a bit in the background. Because, again, even if you don't care about the fish, it's free exotics. It's free gear. It's free loot for just
0: standing around. Well, and you fishing. say you say it's free exotics. But last week, before I, I picked up the quest from Hawthorne to go and catch 500 fish or whatever it was, I caught that exotic fish to go and do the exotic quest. And I caught it about three times, uh, even after that, whilst doing Hawthorne's Bounty. This week, I was there for a good half an hour before it even gave me one exotic fish. I was not happy because I thought, just because you patched it last week, why is it not patched this week? I'm I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. But one cool thing that I did figure out is that, you know, there's like many of these thrall statues that are dotted around the deep dives that Mm -hmm. people worked out that you need to go and dunk the blades that you get from... But initially, you get your exotic fish, you go to the helm, you dunk the fish and it gives you a blade. You then take that blade into the deep dives, you find the thrall statue and you dunk it in the thrall statue. Now last week I found one, I think it's on the second uh, drop down into like all the flora and fauna in the deep dive. And I went back that way this week to see if that statue was still alight, and it wasn't. I was like, "Oh, it's not a light, but it says I can dunk this one at the same one that we dunked last week. And then I checked on my fishing bait in my inventory and it says I've, I've dunked both of those now. So there's no real reason to find the other thrall statues in the deep dives. You could just use the same one over and over again, I guess. Who knows? Whatever works, whatever progresses the quest. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, you know, and then next week's our last week of doing that. Well, the last week of catching the fish, it might not be the last step of, the actual quests. Hopefully it's, it progresses you to the point where you can actually get the exotic next week, which would be nice.
3: will be everybody loves the new exotic. So cool. You, know you I
2: love? More fishing.
1: I also what? love the witnesses origins. We got a nice mm. little story that we I think did. every, every lower destiny, you know, YouTuber and person was just, I think put out a video this week going, Oh my God, we got, we got big answers. We got big things. So Really, I mean, fi- find your favorite Destiny lore person. Even if you're not tracking the story, it was a really beautiful cutscene that told us a lot, and it's fun to get that, you know, interpretation. Again, if you're not a big lore person, skip it. You know, the game will be fun. You can still run around and shoot things. But, mm. you know, before you confront the Witness, you must understand the Witness. And so we got some good insight onto our our sweet friend Asa, the Witness's origins, and, uh, you know, actually gave us some questions. And, uh, you know, the, you know, they do link the the witnesses origin cinematic in the 12 and 12 twid. So if you do, you know, if you haven't played through it and you don't want to be spoiled, don't watch it. They say, yeah, Hey, this is your
0: spoiler warning. If you watch this, you're going to learn the things. So uh, we won't talk be spoiled, about it for a good couple of weeks, just in case like people like not half haven't exactly. caught up. So yeah, we'll talk about it later. Respawn and yeah. forget about it. So we don't need to talk about it. He won't be reminded next week because he doesn't know what's going on. He's probably asleep, still asleep.
1: Exactly. And, and, and destiny Two team, you know, they do also put here for those wondering, yes, the cinematic will continue to be viewable in game after year six of destiny two concludes. So (laughs) if uh, presumably, you know, if you're playing the content, you know, after, you know, it's out and fresh and hot and everyone's made their videos, you'll still be able to experience it. You'll still be able to see it.
0: And then we got our final picks. Well, not our final picks, Bungie's final picks for the drowning in the drip fashion contest. So if you want to check those out on the Twid, you can. And if you want to dress like those, that some of them look really cool. I'm not 100% sold on some of these, but you know, I'm not Bungie, so I don't get to pick. And then get your deep grips. And then it's Prime Time Guardians. There is Prime Gaming Rewards. So if you've got a Bungie.net account and you've got an Amazon Prime account, you can link the two. Synergy, like you know, together. And you get good stuff for it, so um, it's going to be extended through to July nineteenth. We're not going to tell you that you can get an exotic emo, an exotic ghost, a legendary sparrow, and a legendary ghost projection, but it's there are not. those things. But we can't tell you the names because they haven't put them in the twid this week. Normally, no, I,
1: I definitely won't tell list. you. This is this is the ninja Vanish exotic emo, the red oh. line shell exotic ghost, the skedaddle legendary sparrow, and the deep. Projection, legendary ghost hollow. I won't tell you what it is. Don't it, it's you tell us,
0: because Bungie don't yes. want you to know. Nope. They just shown you a picture, and you have to guess.
1: Pictures but- only, two yeah. D emblem contest.
0: Nope, nothing else. We tell you nothing else yeah. about it. It's a secret. Emblem contest. We went over the emblem contest. So we did. Enter actual peril. But what is happening in our, in our parody support report this week? Well, the player support team is back.
1: And they're ready to inform about the bugs and known issues so sit back relax and watch them perform okay we can confirm i'm not a poet but the player support team is super rad and this is their report so bans and restrictions players who have received a ban or restriction are advised to first review the code of conduct and ban policies for more information you might have run afoul of one of those things players may also use the contact form to appeal the decision there are no guarantees that a banner suspension will be overturned, nor that an email will be responded to. And I know I've seen some chatter this week about, I guess, a speedrunner that got banned. I don't really have any... I think I saw someone talking about, like, someone had done the Shattered Throne in three minutes. Oof. Which I think they were like, how could you... How do, I mean, maybe it's possible. Maybe they were cheating. Maybe there was something else at play. Again, I don't, I don't know... I never did see who it was or if they were banned or if that was the reason for the ban. Three but...
0: minutes, my God.
1: Yeah, so, you know, so yeah, you know, Bungie is banning people presumably for a reason, maybe for not. You know, we've seen both instances of it. So if you've been banned, say, hey, I don't think it was a thing. And if you know in your heart of hearts that you were running afoul of the code of contact, conduct, I mean, that's why it's there. Want to say don't run afoul of those things. Yes. And there are a couple of known issues where um, there's still an issue. Where the Battle Rhythm Seasonal Challenge incorrectly tells players to defeat targets anywhere in the system, you have to go into Crucible, Gambit, or Vanguard Ops playlist to defeat targets there for it to count. The Strand Slayer Crucible Bounty is not progressing still from Strand Primary Weapon Kills. Any of them doesn't work. Still, the players can be eliminated by a finisher if the enemy is eliminated before the finisher animation completes. So if you're trying to finish something and somebody kills a thing you're finishing, uh, you can die because of it. So, good times all around. Your efficient angler seasonal challenge is still progressing in consistently. So, maybe you're fishing, maybe you're catching fish, and he says, no, you're not. And finally, the Taken portal and heart at the end of the last wish raid can appear off to the side. Sometimes it doesn't, but it can appear. So, if you don't see it where you're expecting (laughs) it, look off to the side, and perhaps it's there. So that's really the only new known issue. There's, you know, the known issues article about all the things. If you're going, I don't see my bug, check there or report it to the help forum. Because this isn't all the issues. This is just the hand-picked, small-batch, bespoke list of known issues they're going to tell us about. Yes. And then it's time to roll in the deep, Night Demon. Or maybe be Spider-Man. Or be any of the
0: other movies of the week.
1: Or just have a lovely existential cross-stitch.
0: Very good artwork there. So you Uh, can check that out in the tweet this week. And thank you for Sam for um, telling us to stay crafty because we will, we'll always be crafty in one way or another. Always. Mm. And before we go, I'd like to give you some tips, tricks, guides and builds videos because I like to do that because I'm a generous guy that watches some YouTube and says, Hey, this video looks good. You may like it.
1: Right, so so tell me all of my hot takes and in, in community outrage. Who, who 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 dished dirt on who this week? And who's oh er, no. no 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 we're not we're not
0: doing that. No, we we're, we're okay. going to tell you how to play like this. Oh. There's a warlock build out there that Castle Content has put together. It's the number one build in Destiny Two. That's his view about it, but it is a good build. You know, 100 percent up di- uptime on like healing and unlimited grenades in like Grandmaster content is amazing i'm going to try it on my warlock and if you guys want to try it i will link the video in our show notes we have this build makes gambit actually tolerable now i'm not sure if you're running this build but respawn should be run- respawn yeah, should be running this build. it is for hunters mm-hmm. <laughs> you saw this one too, as well Pat gates gaming this week put out a-, a fantastic build for hunters i suppose it works best with hunters because you know their class ability is a dodge and with the class ability, and I can't remember the name of the mod, but it's the mod that collects uh, Orbs of Light. It also collects the Gambit th- things. Yeah,
1: the Yeah, the modes. Modes, the, the, that's, that's yeah, yeah. gambit yeah.
0: rages, I forgot the word. It's Modes. The, the Vacuum Cleaner Mod. Yes. It'll
1: work for Modes, just like Orbs of Light, which you can also generate tons of in Gambit. So vacuum
0: them all up. There you go. So also, if you want to make the Grandmaster PsyOps Moon Battlegrounds easy... Then you've got to try Matix's guide this week. So again, there'll be the Nightfall Grandmaster Nightfall rotations that come up next week. So if you haven't done it, it should be selectable if you can get onto the selectable part of it. So that'll be the the one either for the end of the season, so it'll be week twelve, or if you have got access to the Grandmaster selection node, you can select it next week. And Matix is a guide for you for that. And Marshix this week ranked every auto rifle in pve for destiny 2 and some of them agreed with some of them i didn't agree with but then i i I was probably getting it mixed up with you know am i thinking pvp i probably i am so there you Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. have you got any videos that you would like to um tell the people about
1: Uh, Oh, I think, I mean, again, much of the community this week is people screaming and yelling about things or saying, hey, the game is bad or why I play this or why I'm stepping away. It's out there. Honestly, I I don't find it interesting, so we're not going to cover it. Um, I am going to I'm going to mention that you should probably check out the future of Destiny 2 PvP featuring Todd the Gator and Hazelnut. The Blueberry Lounge's episode 22 streamed live on YouTube for no particular reason. It's a wonderful conversation around, I mean, PVP is the hot topic. So they have a great conversation about PVP and what's good, what's bad, what we think is better, what we think can change. That was the
0: one we yeah. crashed, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the
1: one it, yeah, yeah I'm saying for, for no particular reason should you check that out. There's, there's, definitely, there's definitely no ulterior motive we may have here at Two Titans and a Hunter for, for mentioning this now it's no particular reason.
0: That would probably be in its entirety as well, unlike the, the edited version you've probably heard on this one. Exactly.
1: Um, I, I also definitely won't say you. You definitely shouldn't give. You know, Native Raider or Sweaty Spooks or or Hazel or Todd the Gator. You, you shouldn't follow them. You, sh- you shouldn't watch their videos and see their build or 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 go go hit up the Destiny help desk for your information. You shouldn't do any of those things. It's definitely it's definitely not worth your time. They're not making great phenomenal content. They're not giving you great ways to play PvP. And if you're looking for if you're looking to dip your toe into PvP. And everyone says, "Oh, Destiny massive breakdowns." And you listen to those, and your eyes sort of glaze over and roll back in, front in, in your head. and You're going, "That's too much information. I don't understand." Go, go hang out at the Blueberry Lounge. They run scrims. They talk PVP. I mean, their show is about PVP. So if you're going, yeah, I don't raid. I'm not interested in this. If you want, if you want a PVP take on this game, that's not toxic and not oh, the game is terrible. I'm leaving it. And blah blah blah. Go give those guys a follow and a listen. They do, they do great stuff. And they do great stuff for the community, you know, helping people get better at PvP, saying, hey, you know, we we want to play this game and have fun. Here's how you can do that. And that's it for this week. There's 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 lots of other things. I I, I, I was tickled to see two separate Gambit videos this week. The one you <laughs> mentioned, and then yeah. see Brothers, so I think I guess it was last week, but basically saying I played fifty matches for a gambit god roll and didn't get it because you know it's a slot machine, so sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Mm. but it was just funny to see the drifter on my screen on YouTube twice in a given week. (laughs) So Remember if you think PVP is bad, it can always get worse.
0: Can. And I think that is the, the length and breadth of our show this week, apart from saying thank you to all our patrons. Absolutely. We, we do love each
1: and every one of our patrons we are going to secretly drop this episode on them because they're not even going to see it coming. No. Is that orbit? We try to threaten him with a good time. He's up there in orbit, watching around, watching for this episode. He's going to hit him, and he's going to go, where did you come from? Our Otter Dance Troop, the T-Rex King, dedicated M64, the Scarlet Came and BHS 9 Crawler. They're not going to know where this came from. It's just going to show up one day, out of the blue, way before they expect it. You know who's throwing grenades? Carter 2782, We Noble, Golden God 1562, Basically Assault Zombie Pops, Renard Kalant and Melomalley. They are throwing a phenomenal number of grenades. So they're throwing the grenades, but we're gonna hit him with a drop pod podcast
0: out of thin air.
1: And Deacon We don't tell Deacon. No,
0: we don't, we don't tell, tell
1: Deacon, Deacon out the approval. We don't tell her about pee Pipe. We don't tell her about Dimwi, the Drifter's Driftwood, Hayquest, Space Coin, Damn House, or Operator Conjun. We don't talk to you about them, no. but we appreciate them, and we talk oh, about them all the time. yes, gushingly. We love them. They're phenomenal human beings. And um, this is where I say thank you for joining us. This is going to be a very interesting show this week, where we've got all the things you've come to know, love, and expect, and um, you know, maybe some extra extra bonus PvP content. You never know. No, never know. So, your Titans this week have been parodying Night Demon. Your hunter is out in the wilds. He is—he is not responding in real life, and uh, not responding here in the tower with us this evening. But don't worry; he'll be back soon. I promise you. Couldn't keep that man away if we tried. No. But you could email the show at two times the hunter at homo.com. We're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere as Two Times in the Hunter. You can find this show wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on YouTube for each new episode, weekly update videos, shader one shader picks and uh, all the live streams that, that Night Demon puts together, 2 go there, you can find all the things. If you want to be like one of our phenomenal patrons, patreon.com slash TTH, or if you're looking for a casual encounter and say, that Night Demon's working awfully hard. Well, I can't buy him a tea, I can buy him a coffee at ko-fi.com slash 2 hunter. And if you want the thrill of live action, spicy language, and oftentimes live streams of the show, twitch.tv slash life. If you want to keep it family-friendly, like a proper British gentleman should, when the children are in school, head over to twitch.tv slash TwoTitansAndHunter. And they stream when they stream. Hit the button, and you will find out all the answers to all the questions you have. And then this is where I leave you with the parting thought of, um, Robert Brooks shared a sobering moment this week where he says, sobering moment listening to the final radio conversation in the helm today pretty sure these were the last lines I ever recorded with Lance so Lance Reddick we still miss you and we've now if you've if you're up with the story again we're not
0: spoiling anything
1: but if you're up with the story you've probably heard the last lines that Lance recorded for the game
0: and I think with that deuces and Alonzi
1: until next time goodbye Guardians
7: Destiny 2 podcast.
4: Guardians, Guardians out. Oh. Guardian down.
2: <laughs> and streams ended. Here we go. Perfect.